for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Kyle Dotson. Kyle, this is our first uh, new show of, uh, of the new year. Yeah, first so, new record, yeah. Uh, if this was uh, all last year, I thought that I, I might be the next one to die. But now yeah. I feel like I'm free and clear. Yeah. Because it, it would always come in threes, and every time I thought I was going to be that third one. <laughs> How famous do you have to be to be the third one? Mm-hmm. I think just famous enough. So, uh, so I was safe the whole year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, Kyle, tonight we have a, we have a guest. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, how was your New Year first? Let's let this guy uh, sweat it out a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it was good. Your girlfriend was sick. Yeah. You came home with a with a puppy. Yeah. She, well, she's not a puppy. She's like thirteen. Oh, time to put her down. No, she's in. She's in. Good she's health. in good health. Yeah. What is that in dog years? That's like three. What is it? Seventy. What is that ninety-one in dog years? I right. I think so. Yeah. You got about another three weeks. If it was two thousand sixteen, I'd worry about the dog. <laughs> uh, do you like dogs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you taken her for a walk? Yep. Cleaned up her poop. Yep. How's that? Not it's fun. okay. It's okay. What if you loved it? I loved it. I can't wait till she poops so I can pick it up with a with a with a bag on my with, hand. With a bag on my hand. It's really great. Then carry it around. I've been feeding her stuff that makes her poop <laughs> because I just want to get out there and get in it. All right. Uh guess Kyle's my nephew. I don't know if you knew, knew that. Oh, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that voice you just heard, everyone. Now, I'm gonna call him a, a TV star. Yeah. Now just now now I want you to guess who it is. <laughs> How long do we give the listener? Oh, God, don't make them do that. <laughs> All right. The gentleman across the, uh, the table from me. And by the way, um, before we begin, I have to, well, even though we already started, uh, I ate something today. It's making me sniff and snort. It's driving me absolutely insane. Uh, we're going to get through this together. Okay, just like this, uh, the next four years of Trump. We're going to get through this uh, 90 minutes. Okay, so the person uh, sitting across from me, I'm going to call him a television star. I'm still going to call him that. Because uh, let's say I had a, if I had a, a, someone from a sitcom on and that person was the uh, fourth lead, yeah, that'd be a TV star, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this gentleman is Mr. David Wright. Hello. And David, you were just on the most recent season of Survivor. That's right. And I want to just preface all of this by saying I'm really nervous to be here right now. And uh, the fact that this is every word I say is being recorded is like really yeah. like getting in my head. So if you watch Survivor, the David that you saw on Survivor, that's the real deal. Yeah. There's no, there's, oh, there's no editing and tweaking. And I don't know who would intentionally act that way on television. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, David, we know each other because uh, now I would tell people I would say I would say, oh yeah, David's a friend of mine. We're 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 not friends, but I call you. You don't return my calls. No, well, you know you're blocked. No, but <laughs> um, but the first time I met you, we were at I think Eric Garner's house for a barbecue, and we were we were in the pool, and we were talking about the Rolling Stones because the Rolling Stones is one of your favorite bands. It's my absolute favorite band, and. Uh, 
and that's and I love the Rolling Stones. I think then I made you some live recording CDs. You did, that I had. yeah. You have a lot of bootlegs of like the Who, the Stones, lots of stuff. Yeah, I yeah, think Dylan maybe's in there, maybe. Maybe. And then, um, but what I remembered about being in the pool, you had told me at that time you weren't. You're not that good a swimmer. I'm not. You even told me that in the pool, and we were like just like standing in water. And you were like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, I don't, I'm little, uh, in the pool, I'm a little nervous. Oh, it's ridiculous. Like, I in the neighborhood I grew up, there was a pool. I could walk to it. It was, a, you know, it was less than a mm-hmm. five-minute walk, and I just I just never learned, and I've been afraid of it. And in high school or middle school, I was in the special um, gym class for people that couldn't swim. And, Is uh, that true? Yeah, it's true. And they, they, they put a, a big a black brick in the 10-foot in the deep mm-hmm. end, and you're supposed to go down and get it. And I never got it once. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I never really learned to swim <laughs> and you have to wear a big scarlet letter on your, uh, you on your may chest. as well. I mean, God, oh, it was awful. Not being, being the person that can't swim in high school is the worst. It is. It is the absolute worst. My writing partner, by the way, was, uh, you know, lifeguard and, and on the swim team for four years. Is it so. Michael Phelps? No, no, no it's not, not, okay. not so much, <laughs> but he's, he's almost as good, but you can swim now. Not really. I mean, I can swim like 10, 20 feet and then I just give out. Well, then on these survivor challenges, when you would have to jump into the ocean, that would be, that must have been horrific. It was absolutely horrific. It was terrifying. You know, there was this one challenge um, that they, they built and constructed in the middle of the mm-hmm. ocean. And so you're, you're looking down and it's 20, 30 feet deep. And, you know, they have um, dive, divers there that are going to rescue you right, if you're sure. going to drown. But all that, you're not like thinking about that no. while, you're, while you're jumping into the water. And, and it, there's the stress of like, you know, you want to perform and you don't want to let your team down. And, uh, and I felt like every team challenge, that's exactly what I did. I let them down. And uh, yeah, this, the swimming ability, uh, I just don't have it. Now, does it make you want to go take swim classes and learn to swim? Well, that's the ridiculous thing. Before, you know, I, I got like about a month warning before I um, went to Fiji to play this crazy game. And uh, Oh, I'll wing it. Yeah. No, I actually took lessons. Oh, you did? I did. Okay. I signed up for lessons and uh, and they just didn't, they didn't work. Um, <laughs> they didn't take. They didn't take. I, I you know, I, the, I, I can't float. Uh, I just sink and I get really winded easily. And I can, it's crazy because I can run. I've run, like I've run a marathon before. I can run for miles and miles. But as far as swimming, about twenty feet, and then I'm just done. How much do you weigh currently? Uh, currently, I haven't weighed myself in a while, but I'm guessing somewhere about one twenty-three, somewhere in there. And so, when you came back from Survivor, how much did you weigh? Well, you know, I put on weight before I went out there. So okay. when I went out there, I weighed uh, one twenty-four. Okay. And uh, I ended up losing ten pounds. So I walked out at one fourteen. All right, that's very thin. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, I, I've actually one of my New Year's resolutions is to put on some some body mass, some muscles. Well, you right? bet you got to talk to Ken then. That guy will get he'll get you ripped. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I should talk to Ken. Yeah, he's he knows probably he's got doing. a he's probably got a protein shake right now. <laughs> you have a protein shake in front of you. What is this? Uh? This is one of my favorite beers. Uh, it's a it's a Ballast Point. It's Sculpin. It's an IPA. It's one of mm-hmm. my favorite. Yeah. Now is that named after Michael Sculpin, the uh, the uh, survivor who burned his hands? That's Scoopin. Uh, Damn it! And he's been in the news a lot lately for some terrible reasons. Oh my but, God, what did uh, he do? What, I, I don't yeah, know about Yeah, you don't want to know. It's, it's not good. Kyle, it's, you look it up and you tell us. <laughs> Kyle, how much do you weigh right now? I weigh probably like 123, 125. Do you guys so wanna, we're about the same. Do you guys want to yeah. get out here and uh, wrestle around a little we should, bit? We should arm wrestle. I'll go live on Facebook with that if you guys want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just take bets. So are you looking what Michael Scoopin did? Yeah. What did he do? 
It's God. really not good. Uh, it's not good. podcast appropriate. Uh, or found guilty on child pornography charges. Whoa, okay. Edit that. <laughs> See? <laughs> and, and, I, wow. I tried to warn you. And larceny. Yeah, that's the well, least those, of it. Those two go hand in hand for sure. Oh, and also some parking He stole tickets. a bunch of stuff and went, oh, ugh. That is what it was. Is he going to come back uh, for the season, uh, Convicts and Heroes? I, I, think, I think he's done. I think he's done. Yeah, awful. awful. Uh, so, David, let me ask you this question about Survivor. It's 39 days, but how, how long actually are you from the time you leave till you how long is it? Re- it's more than 39 days for you guys. It is. It's a uh, seven week commitment. So there's about a week of pregame and that's where you're, um, so you're that's, in this- that's 49 days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, a little, little less, um, about 46, but okay. you're, um, although maybe it was 10 days come to think of it. In any case, uh, you're at this place called Ponderosa and, you're and this with- is, this is stuff you can say, right? Oh yeah. This okay. is, yeah, you can talk about this okay. or I can, uh, yeah. Like you, um, you're in this place called Ponderosa and, um, you're with the other contestants. We're sitting as close as we are right now, which if people don't know listening, we're about four, three, three or four feet away. Yep. And, uh, and you can't talk to them, though. You can't say a single word. The whole time you're the there. The entire time. And, you know, you're, you're making eye contact and you're trying to, like, establish relationships through smiling. It's very creepy smiling. You just stare at them and you smile and it's did, weird. Did you form an alliance during that period? I, I tried. You know, <laughs> I will say that, that pregame definitely does impact the game because... Um, Everybody was like hanging out by the pool, and I thought, well, I should hang out by the pool too. You don't want to go to the drown before you even get there. No, I just dipped my feet in, and I just, <laughs> and, but I remember I was, I was dipping my feet, and I was staring at my feet, and I looked up, and Paul was looking at me from like under his brow with like this kind of real, it seemed at the time a really evil grin. Yeah. And so from then on, I decided, okay, that guy wants to vote me out. And the, the truth is, he just thought I was like this kind of weird oddball and liked me. Um, but I went into the game yeah. thinking that he wanted to vote me out. And so that made me very paranoid. Paul's the guy with the long gray hair. That's him. Yeah. He's a rock star. He's a, mm. he's a, he's a rock star. He's a rock star. Well, I'll defend him to the he, end. He plays music. Yeah. He's great though. I swear he can, he can bring a house down. What's his band called? Uh, oh man, you're catching me on this, uh, catching me off guard here. I'm, I don't know the name of his band off the top Paul's of my head. Paul's rock star quartet. No, that's not it. So anyway, Paul uh, he's my age. Yeah. And, uh, when he was on, uh, the, the, there was an episode where he goes, yeah, I'm 52 years old. And I, my daughter was in the room and I go, how old do you think that guy is? And she goes, cause she didn't hear him say his age. And she goes, late sixties. And I go, no, he's my age. And she's like, oh, he, looks, he looks terrible. Well, you, you know what? He lives life to the fullest. <laughs> Uh, I he, love I love that David's gonna uh, then sugarcoat everything I say. <laughs> no, he's great. He's right. a great guy. He's That's a great good. guy. That's good. You were instrumental in getting him off the island, though, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, that was more Jessica. That particular mm. vote. I I definitely wanted him off the island yeah. because I was so paranoid. But in in reality, had I just um, not looked up from that poll yeah. when I did, uh, I probably would have been a lot more calm, and and we would have gone a lot deeper in the game together. Um. From day one, was there was there a person you wanted out? Like from the time you you saw them, was there someone that you're like, that person's got to go? You know, the truth is, I I wanted everybody out because um, I, I I 
entered that game, you know, my, my niece, she's like 14. She gave me this list of like fundamental survivor rules and I read it every night before, uh, before the game started. And I broke every single one of those mm-hmm. rules. And one of those is not to get too paranoid, which I did immediately. <laughs> and so, yeah, when the game started, I wanted everybody out. I thought everybody hated me. I thought they were, I thought they, you know, thought it was weird and, and, and I wasn't really contributing to my tribe. No. I, I brought nothing to it. Why do you think people think you're weird? You well, look like a, you look like just a regular guy. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, I think, well, you know, I think I am weird. I, you know, I, I prefer uh, the company of myself. I prefer like being in my living room and staring at my walls and reading and watching television. Uh, well, being, everyone likes to do that. Being a, a loner isn't being weird. It's a little weird. I feel like people... Michael Scoopin's weird. He's definitely, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. so weird. Now That's, I have to keep it in now. I can't... Oh, yeah. God. No, just, just you know, bleep it out. Uh, if you bleep it, it's worse because then people are like, what did that guy well, do? Even better. It's salacious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. So I, yeah, I, I just, I just was extremely paranoid. So, you know, one of the, the, the most important fundamental rule of playing that survivor game is that you have to find at least one person that you can trust. Cause that's the only thing you crave mm-hmm. in that game is trust. And, uh, and I found it in Ken. And so, um, day three or four, I, I eventually started to calm down because, uh, I could, I knew I could trust Ken. Um, obviously I couldn't up to a point, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's really what you need. Yeah. But th- that's because you were a threat. Well, I didn't start out that way. I mean, in right, a way, but I mean, when it got down to, when it got down to four of you, then it's, yeah, well, I mean, I, I really wanted y- you and Adam to have to make fire. That's oh, I would I, love that. That's what I really wanted to have. That would have been fantastic. And I, I, I believe I would have come out ahead because I'd been making fire uh, up to that point for mm-hmm. 35 days or yeah. something. Oh, and by the way, I should say, for, for listeners who, who, who didn't watch Survivor, uh, David made it to the final four. Yeah, I made it to day 38. Day 38. And yeah. then, and then, One day away from the yeah. million. And I am, I'm not just saying this. I, if you would have gone to final three, I truly believe you would have won. Oh, I appreciate you saying that. And, and actually, you don't even need to say it. Um, because it's true. Well, well Jeff Probst actually um, took a, a poll of the jury at the reunion show before it aired. Oh, really? And uh, he said, okay, David's in the final three with anybody. Are you going to vote for him? And they all unanimously said yes. Um, but he didn't. He ran out of time, so he didn't get a chance to announce that. But it was in an Entertainment Weekly so article. that's really nice. And at the same time, you're like, hmm. Darn. You know, it's funny. No one believes this. I, and I said this the, the second I got voted out. I really felt relieved when I got voted out. I didn't. I, oh, I, you're weird. I know. I, I, <laughs> I really did. I tried to win the million. Uh-huh. I didn't not try. Sure. I definitely who would, tried. Who would not try? I definitely tried. But when I got voted out, I was like, oh, thank God. Because um, I, I just, I don't know. I felt like I was going through all this personal growth. And I felt mm-hmm. like to throw a million dollars on top of that would have actually done damage. And um, now, if I were to go back, I feel like I'm ready for the million dollars. <laughs> Do you think you'll be asked back? Uh, I'm hopeful, fingers crossed, that I will be asked back. Because uh, I think you will be. Uh, I th- I had thought that, I had thought that Michaela would be, and she she has been. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think down the road uh, you'll be asked back. I and, and if, you'll do it if I'm able to for sure. I mean, what do you, you mean know, if you're able to? Well, I mean, you know, the job commitments being what they are right now. If they ask you're me, free I could totally easy. say yes. Right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I would love to play again. David's a television writer. David, uh, you've written on. Uh, you wrote on. Um, I almost said King of the Hill because we were talking about King of the Hill earlier. It's not King of the Hill. Family Guy. Family Guy. Yeah, I wrote on Family Guy. I wrote a. As a as a, as an assistant, I wrote a couple episodes mm-hmm. of Malcolm in the Middle. Um, I wrote on uh, Andy Griffith. 
I was just going to make that joke. I was going to go <laughs> mash. He was on mash. You know what? So that is a joke. But honestly, I, I did work on Mad About You as a PA, which I feel like really dates me because that, that goes all the way back to the early 90s. Mad About You does sound like a long <laughs> time ago. It sounds like a long time but, ago. But it's... But it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. It just is. There's no there's no way around it. But you started as a writer's assistant. I started as a PA and then I got a job as a writer's assistant. And I was I said this in the show, I think I was an assistant purgatory for like fourteen years until I eventually uh climbed out of it. And when you were writer's assistants, that's when you were taking Pilar's classes. Yeah, that was when I actually, my first season at uh, Malcolm in the Middle as a writer's assistant, mm-hmm. uh, I took Pilar's class, your, your wife, yeah. I'm sure people know. And yes, uh, she's do. a brilliant uh, writing instructor. And she, she definitely is that. Yeah, she's amazing. And uh, I, I really value the time that I spent in her class. Oh, believe me, the emails and, uh, and, and messages I get that say, how did you get her? Uh, please stop. Well, yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's a little, it's, 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 it's hurtful. She is awesome. Am I allowed to say she's awesome? She's, you can, yes. She's awesome. She's hot. Am I allowed to say that? She, she is. <laughs> Certainly so, you can say that. Yeah, so. Um, so yeah, she's, she's the whole package. She's fantastic. Funny. Yeah. Funny, intelligent, and hot. I mean, yeah. what more do you want? Can cook. Oh, I didn't, see, I didn't even know that. I've yeah. never been invited over for a In meal. In bed. Okay, oh, I don't, okay. Uh, this no, is, this is getting, um, it's different sorry, territory. Honey. Uh, <laughs> Does she listen now, to this? She'll listen to this one, definitely. No, she'll, stop. She will listen to this one. All right, turn it off, Pilar. Uh, let me ask you this. You said uh, you, you self-describe your, you describe, describe yourself as weird. How, did you, how do you work in the writer's room? Because when you're in a writer's room, you, gotta, you can't be shy. You're not shy, though. Yeah, well, no, I, I mean, I am shy, but I mean, in a writer's room, it's a, you know, de- well, I guess it depends on the show you're on. It's, it's a fairly safe environment. Sometimes it's exactly the opposite, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, the thing of it it's is definitely competitive. It's competitive, especially I think in a, in a half hour comedy, uh, show, you know, it's all about like getting that joke in, right? Like I, w- when I was a family guy, I would, um, you know, the happiness of my days was measured by how many jokes I got into a script. And if I was driving home from work and I got no jokes in the script that day, I felt like shit wow yeah and 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 that's no way to live your life by the way but you know based on getting like honestly like if you got one joke in that was like your day was made you know now i don't know you told me this uh you've told me this before uh and i don't know if you can say it here but on family guy when you when you pitch a joke in the room there's something specific you have to do yeah no sorry i just made a weird noise uh yeah you have to um Pitch in the voice of the character that you're you're pitching. It's a Stewie and you know Mayor West and, and Peter. I'm not going to have you do any of the voices, but who could you do the best? Well, I think I do a pretty good Adam West. <laughs> <laughs> so if, that was a little loud. Sorry about do, that. Uh, so let's say let's say you did do a good Adam West. We'll say you. Did. Oh, do, did I not? No, oh no. Fine. Would you then try to pitch uh, a majority of your jokes? Would they be for uh, Adam West? You know, you know, definitely. Like if you couldn't do the voice at all, would you? Would you ever get jokes in for that character? It's hard. It's hard. And and really, you don't even have to do it well. You just have to... Um, try. You have to try. Okay. That's really what it and is. And is that because um, Seth just wants to see everyone squirm? Well, I mean, really, um, when I was there as a writer, Seth wasn't in the room all that much. Mm. Um, and, and now, I think, even less so. Uh, well, then he must really trust you guys. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not there now, so he doesn't right. trust... He doesn't have to trust me at all. No. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know... Um, uh, he, he, you know, he's got his film career now yeah. and, and he, he's got bigger projects and family guy kind of, um, the, the, you know, the characters are so well established that yeah. there's not, there's not a lot of new ground to be broken with them. It's kind of like, you know what you're going to get. Right. 
so yeah, it, it's it, it's a little autonomous that way. Gotcha. Um, you working on something now? Yeah, this is really exciting. Um, God, knock on wood. Can they hear this? Yep. <laughs> I. Uh, so Reese Darby from Flight of the Concords, um, he played Murray, the manager at Prisant. Uh, he, uh, it, it just so happens that my writing partner, um, we have the same manager. Okay. And they, they put us together, and now we're developing this show for TBS. Um, it's, I, I can't say too much about it sure. right now, but it's being, um, uh, seven minutes of it are, be, are being turned into an animatic, and from, based on that animatic, they're going to decide whether or not to pick it up for series. But I'm really hopeful about it, and Reese is so funny. So it, it will be an animated show, though? If it goes, it'll be animated. That's, yeah. pretty, that's great. Yeah, and I love animation, and obviously I have a history in that. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really hopeful. Uh, I should know in three or four mm-hmm. months whether or not it gets picked up. Is it called Family Gal? No, it's not called it's not. Family Gal. Okay. No, no, no. Just, just checking. Not bad. I mean, that, that could work. Yeah. Try it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else do I want to say before? And then I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Survivor stuff as we as we move sure. along. Now I had told you to bring songs yes. uh, that uh, that you could relate uh, to your own experiences on Survivor. That's right. Pretty much. So songs of survival. Yeah, yeah. That's what I told you to bring. Yes, you did. Yeah. So tonight, uh, David will be playing those songs, songs that relate to his experience on the show Survivor. And I will be playing songs from the 80s rock band Survivor. <laughs> I love that. Okay, perfect. And, but I will relate these songs to the show Survivor. Okay, I love this. All I did right. not know that that was even possible. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you. I didn't either. But then as I'm, I, like I would look at song titles, I'm like, wait a minute. Now let me look, listen to some lyrics. Okay, that works. It fits. Okay. So a lot, of them, a lot of them did fit. I'm excited. Let me think what else I want to ask you, though, about the show. Before, um, when you posted that you were going to be on, like, before you leave, are you able to tell people, hey, I'm going to be on, I'm going to film Survivor? Um, the people that you that, that signed a non-disclosure agreement, mm-hmm. you can tell them, obviously, because they're contractually obligated to keep it quiet. But, um, no, I, you know, I only told, I did tell my writing partner who did not sign an NDA, um, but I told him, like, look, I'm going to leave town and don't, you know. You mean so family members have to sign an NDA? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's say uh, let's say I'm going on Survivor. I could tell Kyle. Yeah. Well, he's my nephew. Okay. Well, he he would sign an NDA if you wanted to tell him. So anyone I I needed to tell. Otherwise, it would just be like my friends would call You're me and go, gone. <laughs> "Hey, where's Pat?" Well, you, you know what's oh he's and what would, then my wife would have to say he's at Trader Joe's. Yeah, for the next forty nine days. <laughs> well, you just reminded me. You know, on the on the plane flight back from Fiji after the game was over, is seven weeks in. You know, they give you your phones back as you're landing at LAX. Yeah. And I turned my phone on. I'm like, oh, here we go. All these voicemails, <laughs> not one. What? And I guess it's because like. But what about emails? You had, had, had I had a thousand, thousand emails. emails. I literally, literally, it was a thousand emails. Almost exactly a thousand. Um, but yeah, I guess people had called me, but mm-hmm. because in another country, it just the voicemails. You know, Go well, here's away what I'm after saying. I mean, do you have a lot of friends? Uh, I'd like to think I have a lot of friends. Well, then were they worried about you when they couldn't get a hold of you for I, all this time? Yeah, I told my writing partner, I'm like, look, if people start getting wary, just, you know, I'll, it'll be too late for anybody to do anything about it. You can let them know. Yeah, because I would think, you know, 
you know, I have a, I have friends, and I think they would be like, "Hey, is he avoiding me?" Or, "Hey, what a fucking dick!" Then I'd come home, and they all wouldn't be my friends anymore. Yeah, until no. the show comes, you would like, you would have everyone sign an NDA, but Murray, <laughs> right. Murray would just go, "How come I'm not recording with you anymore?" Uh, yeah, that's 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 wild. Yeah, no, it's nuts. Um, yeah, I it. it that made me the most nervous. And I did tell my agent, I told my managers. Um, Your parents? My parents knew, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they knew. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was insane. Stewie, did he know? Yeah, Stewie didn't know anything. <laughs> um, That's, you baited me. <laughs> Kyle has a question. What was, the, like, what was the most shocking like news thing that happened while you were gone? That's that you- a great question. I'm glad you asked that. Yeah, you know, so there was a loved one's visit, and um, that was the first time that we got news from the outside world. <laughs> and uh, yeah, what's going on? What's going on? And really, the only shocking thing that they brought was that Prince had died. He had died about wow. two weeks before they got there. Wow. And I was like shocked. I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that was about it. But then I got back and then like suddenly like other celebrities, the, their deaths were like trickling. I'm like, yeah. what, Doris Roberts is dead? What? Right. <laughs> yeah, so stuff like that. Wow. What, um, I wanted to ask you one more question. What was the question I was going to ask? It was, um, Kyle, you asking a question screwed me up. Oh, Damn it, sorry. Kyle! You're I always never talk. <laughs> um, There's a Batman theme here, by the way. I didn't realize. No, uh, in the yeah, back. He's, and, yeah, he's a he's a big Batman fan. I've I've always been a Batman fan. Is this Burton or is this? Uh, mm. Oh, aesthetically, mm. they're okay. Wow. Story wise, they're yeah. okay. bad. Oh. Yeah. yeah, we're we're big Sch- Schumacher fans. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> no, we like we like the we, we like the uh, we like the Christian Bale Batman. Yeah. Except one of them. <laughs> yeah, the last one, right? Yeah, last one. thank you. Horrible. I agree. Yeah. I agree. There are only two good Batman movies. That's right. There the really second is was amazing. Only, yeah. yeah, there's only two good Batman movies. I agree with you. It's the '66 Batman movie and the. the <laughs> oh God. Okay. Uh, well, whatever I was going to ask you, it'll pop into my head. So let's. Um, I'm going to start because I have more songs than you. You have ten songs, and I have fourteen. Wow. So normally I would let the guests start. Sure. No, go ahead. You, you're. But I'm going to start. Yeah. Do it. Uh. Jeff Probst, he's not nice, is he? He's amazing. Okay. He's, I love him. I You've can't... also met Jeff Probst. Is that right? Yeah, I was on Rock and Roll Jeopardy. Okay, well then you know how great he is. Yeah, but now he's got a big head on his shoulder. No. Not at he's, all. Um, he's the biggest winner in Survivor history, is Jeff Probst. He, well, yeah, he's certainly made more millions than anybody else. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> uh, how, much, how much do you see Jeff when you're there? Do you really only see him like when there's a challenge and at Tribal Council? Yeah, uh, and, and you know the thing that I think a lot of people don't know about tribal council is that it, it goes for hours. You see ten minutes of it, but it goes yeah. for three, four hours sometimes. Um, but yeah, you see him at tribal council, and you also see him obviously at the challenges. And um, you know, you walk up to the beach and come on in, guys. That's what yeah. he says. And uh, and then he walks you through the challenge. They don't show this on TV, but he walks you through the challenge so that you know what to expect. Yeah, and you're allowed to like pull him aside and ask him questions. And he's so super passionate about the show, and it's infectious, uh-huh. and it's genuine, and uh, he's everything that I wanted him to be before I got out there. Yeah. I'm like, I was so happy that he was everything I wanted him to be. Is he always eating like a cheeseburger and fries in front of everyone while he talks you through this? No, you know, that's interesting. That would be hysterical. The producers are very careful about not exposing you to anybody eating any kind of food like that. Um, Yeah, it's it's a a thing. You get a whiff of a power bar. You're just ready to kill someone for it. You know, I think that's it. And, you know, people are like such on, they're on edge and they have these cravings. And if they were to see somebody eating like a Snickers bar or something, Mm -hmm. it would maybe like, I quit, I quit, I quit. And they don't want people to quit, you know? Uh, so yeah, they're very careful about that. All right. 
uh, I have more survivor questions I'm going to ask. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, once you announced it on Facebook, that you were going to be on Survivor, and then I tagged it or tweeted it, whatever I did, uh, then listeners started to message me, and they're like, how do you know David and blah, blah, blah? Do you know anything about the show? I'm a big Survivor fan, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I have no idea. I'm going to be watching with you. Mm. And so after the first episode, oh, no. all the message were like, Dude, your friend's not good. Yeah, your friend sucks. Dude, one more one more week and he's done. <laughs> yeah. How do you know this weirdo? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, he God. looks like Stewie. Yeah, I feel like your stock went down having known me after that. Yeah. I w- and I was just, my answer would be like, hey, still there? Let's find out what happens. But then uh, we, I didn't think you did good the first I didn't. So either Pilar and I were like, oh, no. No, no, you're completely right. And, now there's nothing you're saying you that's did, wrong. You did something the first episode like... There was a puzzle. Yeah. Oh, and God. right before, I'm like, oh, there's a puzzle. And I turn to Pilar and I go, I'll tell you what, I, I know for a fact, you never say you're good at puzzles because anyone who says they're good at puzzles <laughs> and then you, you lose the puzzle challenge, that's who they vote out. And you stepped up. I'm pretty good at puzzles. Yeah, I did step up. You know, it's funny. I was funny. like, what? Is he, what? And it, with the ridiculous thing is I actually am really good at puzzles, but under yeah, but- test taking situations, not as much. And I, I, I practiced those puzzles uh, in advance. Obviously, there weren't any repeat puzzles for my season, but I, you know, I understand uh, what to expect. And it, you know how uh, a puzzle works. I know how a puzzle works. And uh, yeah, the thing is, you, you need to be able to contribute something to your tribe. So whether, whether I did or not, arguably I did not, um, I wanted to like put myself out as the puzzle guy that could contribute something. And I, th- I do think that even though my performance was terrible, I think it kept me in maybe a little longer than maybe I would have. But man, you, uh, we, you were on thin ice that first. Super thin ice. I was like, oh my God. Who went home the first week? That was Rachel. I love Rachel. Rachel, if you're listening, I love you. Uh, she's awesome. Yeah. That's she's, tough when you go home first because then it's it, the, worst. the reunion show. People are like, at home, I'm like, Who's that? Yeah. And and the thing is, it's like, you know, the, the thing I didn't appreciate before I got on there was that like, I have a relationship with, with everyone in the game. Mm-hmm. And so I know Rachel very well and yeah. she's an awesome human being. You stared at her for 10 days. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like. No, uh, I mean pre. Oh, pre. Yeah. You yeah. include that. Sure. But yeah, the, but, but people watching at home, yeah, they saw her for, you know, maybe 30 minutes of a 45 minute episode. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's rough. It's, but she's awesome, and I, I hope she gets to come back. But you know, it's rare for first boots to come back. Everyone doesn't come back. No, they should do one first boots against uh, uh, final tribals. Yeah, and Jeff's weighed in on that, and he's like, you know, probably he thinks that first boots just aren't that compelling. There's mm-hmm. a reason they got voted out first. I don't think that that's necessarily the case with Rachel, but um, I'm sure it's not the case with everyone. But right, yeah, yeah. And what does Probst know? How long has he been on the show? Three years? Yeah, three, four years, I think. Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> this is, uh, you like the band Survivor? No one really does. Hey, are you kidding? <laughs> Eye of the Tiger? Come on. There's the one. That's the one. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to play the title track from the album that came after Eye of the Tiger. Oh, wow. You would think that they would be riding uh, the wave of that Eye of the Tiger success with their fourth album, but... Not true. Not true. No. No one knows the song. Uh, this was the single. And what I'm going to say about the song before I say the title of it, I'm going to say, David, from the time you hit the beach on Survivor Island, do you feel like you were caught in the game? <laughs> <laughs> Don't even know what he's saying, to be honest. <laughs> Anytime the love passed, when you open up your 
how he breaks the sentence out. Yeah. The chorus is good, though. He's, I feel like he's dialing it back. Yeah. He's kind of phoning it in vocally. This was his last album with the band. <laughs> I wonder if it was the same producer or not. They let the guitarist produce this album. Is that true? Yep. You can kind of tell. Yeah. It's got a nice riff. Ah, it was a different time. Yes. Guys, I think we can turn the guitars up in here. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like something that would be on like a Karate Kid sequel. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Now, what? Why don't you think this sold well? We talked about this off air. Okay. Here's why this album didn't sell well. The first album comes out. It's it's a very it's uh it's Kim Basinger or Basinger. How do you say it? Basinger. Oh, I don't Basinger. even know. She's the cover model on the first album. She's dressed as like a what is she dressed? It's just a self titled album. What do you call her? A negligee? No, she's not a negligee. <laughs> I'm not looking. At it. <laughs> Click on the picture. You can see it. You were doing a weird thing with your hands. So I, just <laughs> yes, I always do this with my hands. Oh, she's licking a, a bombardier's jacket. In, yeah, it's, yeah, and she's got some uh, dirt on her face. That, that's Kim Basinger? Yes, that? yes, really? it is. Yeah. Very, 1980. That's 1980. Wow. Maybe 79. That's amazing. It's, uh, and, uh, 79. And so they, you can, they have a very generic like logo. It's like a... It kind of looks like the Who logo, but then with like a plane with a in plane it. a plane in it, yeah. Well, you got to have a plane. Yeah. Cause it's so anyway, so the second album comes out and they get, they finally, they have a logo. So they use that on the second album. They use that on the, the third album, the eye of the tiger album. And then for the fourth album, they use some shitty generic font. It looks like a clock radio font. I mean, you have, ah. you have a, you have a logo now guys, you know, it's, would kiss ever not use the logo. Well, it's interesting. I mean, Kiss is an interesting example because they eventually abandoned the makeup, then came back to the makeup. But keep the logo. Keep the logo. You're right. They always kept the logo. Always the font the was logo. always the same. Who else has always kept ACDC? Oh, perfect Except example. For Powerage. Yeah, which is or weird. Powerage. Yeah, whatever they call it. it. But you know, when you have an iconic logo, who yeah. else has an iconic logo? Well, the Stones. It's 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 a symbol. It's the tongue and lips. You know, it's not not the font exactly. Is that a sports team? We're talking oh, about how dare band. you? We're talking about bands. <laughs> how dare you? Um, I mean, like the, the Rolling Stones have the tongue. Yeah. You, did you say the Stones? Yeah. yeah. Literally I thought, he said, said I thought he said the Suns. No, he said the Stones. Oh, I thought you were doing a bit. No, I thought you said the Suns. <laughs> no, I thought you were trying to insult me because people, people come at me no, for my Stones love. I wouldn't do that. I love the Rolling Stones. You said the Suns. And I th- and then I thought, is that a sports team? Yeah, and then it is. As I was thinking, is that a sports team? You said the lips and tongue. Yeah. And I didn't, wasn't even listening to you at that point. Of the Suns. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out. Yeah. Can, can we so, vote you off? You should. <laughs> yeah. Uh, write his name down. Now you'll laugh at this. Asia has a nice logo. They use it all the time. They use it all the time. So anyway, I think that's what hurt this uh, this caught in the game. That and the music sucked. God, but, it's um, true. So let's go to you. These are songs oh. that relate to your experience yeah. on Survivor. That's right. Do I set this up now? Do I just course, talk yeah, about this? I can't set it up. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, one of the most important fundamental things in Survivor, that one of the first things you have to do on day one, minute one, is build a shelter. Uh, and so this is Shelter from the Storm by Bob Dylan. Twas in another lifetime. One of toil and blood When blackness was a virtue The road was full of mud 
I came in from the wilderness, a creature void of form. Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm. And if I pass this way again, you can rest assured. I'll always do my best for her, on that I give my word. In a world of steel-eyed death and men who are fighting to be warm. Come in, she said, I'll give ya shelter from the storm. Perfect. That's uh, that's from Blood on the Tracks. I it think, is. Right? Oh, it's so great. Um, that's my favorite Bob Dylan. Oh, album. it's it's a great album. It's amazing too. There's like alternate versions because he recorded it basically twice. Um, but yeah, you know, there was a there was a storm on on night one. Uh, it was it was the beginning of the cyclone, and then of course we got evacuated. Uh, Very much like the weather we're having tonight is a rainy. Oh, I love it though. I, I do too. I love rain. Where are you from again? Where'd you grow up? Pennsylvania. Me too. We had all the seasons. Where yeah. were you? Where? Where? What you part know, of Pennsylvania? Do you know? Well, Philadelphia. You know Philadelphia, but do yeah. you know media? Okay, no. Oh, no. 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 Tiny? Just crickets. Uh, yeah, it's very tiny. It's called everybody's uh, hometown. What's the uh, What's the population of uh, media? It's probably somewhere about eight to 10,000 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we're, we're from uh, Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania, the other side of the state, about 6,000. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's like near Penn State. It's like Penn an state hour University. away. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. You both are. Oh, obviously, your nephew. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So that's where we're both are. The whole family still lives there. Everyone. Yeah. yeah, except us two. Don't except you guys, us two. Don't you guys like it better there? Come on, admit it. No? Mm. No, I'm alone. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> you like it better back there? No, so much more. You're weird. I guess I am. <laughs> <laughs> there, there might be things to do in your town. Like our hometown, yeah. there's like There's nothing, nothing to do. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, to me, it's less about what there's to do and just the, the people in general. I think like so many people move out here and they're, they're narcissists and they move out for these like self-interested goals and, mm-hmm. and, and that doesn't exist out there. It's my, nice. My parents lock their house up like it's the seventh season of Walking Dead. Oh. I mean, they are like, but, make sure but that door's locked. Bad. There's like, there's nothing. Not, yeah. You yeah. Leave, you're safe. You, you could leave your door unlocked. You could. Till the zombies come. <laughs> There's like nothing, no cars even like drive on the street after seven. <laughs> you can sleep in the middle of the street. No one, you'd be fine. Yeah. But no. they're like, make sure that door's locked. I know, I know. And I feel like that's a very Pennsylvania attitude because yeah. my, my parents instilled that in me as well. Yeah. Well, I lock my doors out here. Well, sure. Because of the weird people. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> um, uh, that was a great song. Perfect. Perfect pick. Oh, I'm glad. Thank very you. Very nice. I think you're I up. It. I am up. Now this next song, it's funny that you, uh, it's funny that you mentioned, uh, uh, that their songs uh, sounded like they could be in a, in, a, in a generic movie because this next song was in Rocky Four. They Survivor got a song in in Rocky Four they got a song because they Stallone said, "Hey, I like what you did with the last thing." Oh, no. I want you to do it again. <laughs> was he the singer for the first few albums? <laughs> Stallone was. Yeah, call the game, call the game. It's funny. That's to me. That's when the Rocky franchise kind of derailed. Rocky Four is the worst. It's the worst. We watch They're, it. We're we watch we're going to be in ago. Sketch Fest oh, yeah. soon. We will be. Uh, you're listening to this. Please go buy your tickets for uh, San Francisco Sketch Fest. We will be there uh, January 20th. That's uh, Friday night. We will be doing the Kiss and Tell show with Dave Holmes, Wayne Fetterman, me, Kyle, and Cole Stratton. Mm-hmm. Will be the fourth filling in this time. Also, we will be there on uh, Saturday, uh, January 21st. 
uh, we will be in conversation with Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, I love. Yeah, I met yeah. him at a party once. I love Weird Al. Well, you're Yankovic. a TV star. You're he's, gonna meet a lot of people. But he's we don't the meet. nicest guy in I the know. world. Yeah, I love him, and he shouldn't be, but he's the nicest guy. I love him. Did you get along with him because he's weird? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this guy's totally normal. <laughs> so yes, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, we but were in the. Uh, we were there last year, and we were in. Uh, we were in our hotel room, and we were watching Rocky Four was on. Had you ever seen it before? I think uh, it's it's one of those movies. I'm pretty sure I've seen the whole movie, just never in one sitting. It's amazing. It, they have like can, they have full montages where yeah. they play an entire song. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like a, a four bunch. minute montage. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the fight scenes, the punches are missing. Well, oh yeah, so much. It, but they put in a punch sound. Like it they would be fine. Oh sure, it'd be fine if they didn't put a sound in because that's how like a, a, a real fight is. Like, yeah. Oh, he oh, missed that one. Right. But, but it'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> he's clear. He's like whiffing. He's like so far past Drago. And, and look, Drago would kill Rocky. He killed. He cl- killed Apollo Creed. He would certainly kill Rocky. He did. Although you know, brave of the film to take on steroid use in, in professional boxing and uh, and world peace and world peace. Yes, Gorbachev. I think they had a Gorbachev yeah, guy. Gorbachev looked like. Yeah, and he kind of, he doesn't really look like Gorbachev. He doesn't. Right. Gorbachev starts and the slow clap. Exactly. Yes, it sir. has a slow clap. That is unbelievable. It's to me. insane. And yeah, and it doesn't Rocky say, I think if we can get along, then everybody can get along. <laughs> Two guys in this ring. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but it's... um. That's why you don't let your actors become... Is that, yeah, like, is that like, the one with the robot? Or that's the next yes, one? Yes, no. Oh. The robot. He buys Polly a robot. Oh, yeah. That's, Holy fucking I think that's balls. number three, right? No, that's four. Is it four? Yeah. Because okay. here's the thing. Rocky 1 is, is amazing. Rocky 2 is just kind of like... A repurposing, like they, and he actually wins. Yeah, it's kind of like Rocky, but it's it's now four hours long. It's yeah. like it's like a director's cut. Yeah, and then Rocky three is a great popcorn movie. Yes, yes. So Clubber Lang, and then Rocky four just a fucking mess. Yeah, and this is getting off topic, but you know my favorite moment in Rocky two is when Adrian's in the hospital and she's like, "There's just one thing I want you to do. What was that? Come here. What?" Win and then the, and then the bell. Oh my god! I'm tearing. And up. then the my, montage, my the training up. montage. Dun, 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 yeah. dun. Anyway, now the training montage in Rocky Four. Uh, he gets chased by the KGB Secret Service <laughs> and he runs up a mountain in the snow. It's yes, ridiculous. Yeah, well, and they fall and slip because well, they have they have uh, they the, have uh, dress shoes on. Yes, the the intercut of that is like yeah, Rocky's doing all these naturalistic ways of training and Drago's got all these like scientists and, and like and it's just like it's just like. <laughs> Lights lighting up for no exactly. reason, and like people like checking off things. Yeah, just terrible eighties meters, light meters. Yeah, yeah, like Rocky's doing these uh, exercises where you where you go, oh that looks that looks cool. You would never work out like that. You would hurt your back doing that. That yeah. looks cool for this Rocky. Shot. That's he, dangerous. He's like he's like cutting wood and then like like lifting it up a mountain, <laughs> throwing stuff. He, ru- he wrestles a bear. It's like if he yeah. wrestled a bear, it wouldn't be out of place. Like, in that no, way. not at all. It it's would like, like they, oh that makes sense. It's like they took the montage from one and like upped it. It's like he punches meat. Okay, make him kill yeah. a cow. Yeah, make him with a punch. <laughs> <laughs> make him watch it die. That's yeah, so, that's true. So fucking awful. But I will say I did enjoy Rocky Balboa. I did too. And Creed. And is Creed excellent. was great. Yeah. Yeah. So I they, they they kind of like resurrected. This yeah, but man, that Rocky Four. April Richardson, my, uh, one of my co-hosts, she thinks that's the that's her favorite one, and I'm just like because it's ridiculous. She's like. 
no, dude, I like it. I'm like, oh. No. What I love about it is that it came out, I think, in the middle of 1985. It was like right in the dead center of the 80s, and it nailed the 80s terribleness. You're right, because this song I'm going to play is from 1985. There you go. Now, I, I didn't say this. The first uh, the first uh, vocalist on that caught in the game, that was Dave Bickler. He was the original vocalist for Survivor. Oh. And then they put a little, uh, they put a cherry on top of the Sunday when they got a guy named Jimmy Jameson, Rock and Peace Jimmy. Jimmy's not with us anymore. Oh, Jimmy. But uh, this is from Rocky Four, and this... This is uh, this is just a song about digging deep, which you probably had to do many, you many dig times. Deep, yeah. This is burning heart. <laughs> That's the two tribes. Oh, this is a repurposing of the original hit. You can hear it, the beat, everything. But that's the two tribes colliding. <laughs> Why change what works? <laughs> Went to number two. Of course it did. It's the same song. <laughs> With a better singer. Yes. This guy's good. This song also has a real producer, Ron Nevison. Oh, what did he produce other than he, he produced Hearts and oh. and UFO and all yeah. these bands? Yeah, I think he engineered some Zeppelin albums. I mean, it matters. You don't like a guitar player produce? Never. I'd like to take a crack at this. That's like I love you know I love Keith Richards, but his solo album was produced by a drummer. And the, of course, Steve the, Jordan. Steve Jordan. Yeah. And the thing most prominent in the mix are the drums. The drums. <laughs> I do like Keith's solo work. Though. Oh, it's great! It's great. It's like you you wish that those songs would be yeah. pulled into the stones and Mick Jagger just more. sang on top of them. Yeah, or something. like Mick just goes, "That's a great song." You're that's 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 great. Is Pete? I, don't, I, I did a terrible Mick Jagger. So did I. We both. Did. <laughs> so, okay, what's your next song? Here we go. My next song is um, well, you know. So we first talked about shelter, but the other fundamental thing about surviving is also being able to start a fire. Um, but that was a big struggle for us uh, in the beginning, my tribe. And so this is We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Winchell, Joe DiMaggio, Joe McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Studebaker, Television, North Korea, South Korea, Marilyn Monroe. I never get sick of this song. I love it. It's I a history love it lesson. so much. They shouldn't even teach history. It should just be this song in schools. <laughs> this is like Hamilton. It really teaches you about many, many, many years in this country. Yeah. And I like when they use the psycho. Yeah. I wish that... Um, I wish that when he sings it live that he would add more verses. Yeah, well, like uh, so many... Take so a much, dump, Donald Trump. I don't know. Yeah, no, so much more history has happened. <laughs> yes, Why are so we not things. updating it? There's no reason it can't keep going. Michael Scoopin's it. computer. We <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> Push Michael in the fire. Uh, he should yeah. be burned at the stake now. That's what his uh, punishment should be. It's, well... I oh, his ears are certainly burning right now. <laughs> I would I would imagine. You were going to say something, Kyle? Probably I, a joke. Or some, probably I, a ha-ha, yuck-yuck. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a great song, too. I love that song. Your song. The songs on your list tonight that I did not... Uh, that I never heard, I love them. Oh, I'm excited to find out which ones you haven't heard. 
Well, that one, that last one, I had never heard that before. That's fantastic. <laughs> we didn't start the <laughs> That could have been a hit. I know. You know, I, I wanted to like not have too many well-known songs, but uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. I'll, it's I'm, okay. He's taking care of that. Yeah, I'm taking care <laughs> of that. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm taking care of that with Caught in the Game. Okay. Caught in the Game. This is, uh, this is from the eighth and final Survivor album. Uh, the album's called Reach, and this is the title track. And this is, uh, this is just about, you know, reaching for it. What year is this? This is 1990. If I'm cheating, uh, it's 2006. 2006? 2006. <laughs> Holy. What is it? It's 1990, 2006. Oh my God. I literally didn't. They had no business making it that far. Here's, here's why I said 19. Uh, the last surviving, album. surviving, man. It is. Yeah, that is total surviving. You're right. Yeah. Their, uh, their last album before that came out in uh, 88. So how, that's a long time between albums. Oh God. That's People sick. tend to forget you when they, they, never, they, do. When they never knew you. Yeah. <laughs> this is reach. Let's reach for it. Kyle. All the songs sound the same tonight. My songs. <laughs> They all sound like they're in the key of A or D. I could be this wrong is, uh, about that. They let, the, they let the guitarists produce this album. Yeah. It, I mean, you totally. can tell. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be honest with you. That's the response I did one. So thank you. <laughs> it just, this, you know, you're on the treadmill right now when the chorus kicks in, and you are you're sprinting. It's uh, to turn it off. <laughs> it won't let you. Nothing can hold you down, David. You're gonna go final four. I am. It's funny. I did not know that Survivor had such a message. The band, you know, it's uh, it's very much like uh, you know Gen X. Bon Bon Jovi <laughs> likes the anthems, and so does Survivor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you amazing. were Gen X. You were not millennial. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Kyle, are you you're even Gen X, aren't you? Are you on the? Cusp? There's no way, Kyle. You're not I, Gen X. I don't. I was born in '89, so whatever. You're born in '89. He's totally millennial. I guess he's you know like what? he's like deep into millennial. Well, the two of us tonight, it's the final three, and we're we're gonna jack you up because <laughs> we have an alliance. Then you're out. Yeah, unless uh, unless we blindside David. Oh God, <laughs> please. They um, did. Wait, I'm sorry. Yes, the guitarist so. produced or, or he produced four of the albums and co-produced with Ron Nivison but one that, of the albums. Yeah, but Ron Nevison was just saying, just yeah, saying, Frankie, I'm you can saying, sit in, Frankie. They yeah. let him do four and a half albums. <laughs> yeah, mistake. If it Nevison ain't did the first album. Yeah, and it sounds good. Well, we, I have a song from that. Oh, okay. You hear it? Stop he's telling doing, people what I'm going to play. He's oh, doing no. some research. These songs are very well known. <laughs> 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 All right, what's your next... Uh, well, you know, so we... Uh, who did you hate on the island? Oh, how dare you? Not, I didn't, not I, now, but when you were out there, who were you like, this guy or you, girl? Are you Nana? Yeah. That's what, my, that's, what my, that's what his grandmother and my mom says. Everything's negative. Everything's negative. Everything's negative. Like, uh, my daughter got the new Taylor Swift album, and we had called my mom from the car, and she goes, oh, what are you doing? And, we, and my daughter goes, I'm listening to the new Taylor Swift album. My mom says... What songs don't you like? <laughs> she just wants to. No, God, that's a, a terrible. Yeah. 
Now, it's by the terrible. way, Taylor Swift is a national treasure, so we should not be shitting on her. Oh, I'm not shitting on her. I love her. <laughs> I've seen her in concert. Have you? Yes. I'll bet that's the loudest uh, noise you've ever heard in your life. The from from a woman. From the audience. From yeah, all women. Yeah, I went you to know, a, keep Michael scooping out of that audience. Oh, I went to a Miley Cyrus concert, and I got a sense of what it must have been like to be at a Beatles concert in the '60s. Yeah. Did you take Molly when you went there? Because she's no. all about the Molly. No, I went with Savannah. <laughs> Who? <laughs> no, oh, I, it's actually my friend Savannah. That's but, funny. That's a joke. Uh, <laughs> I did a joke, and I didn't. Huh? See, I'm Gen X. I didn't get it. <laughs> uh, but no. Um, okay, so yeah, this next song, right? I'm supposed to set this up. So we were on this island, uh, and there were these birds that um, thought. Wait a we, minute. This takes place on an island? Yeah, okay. several islands, in fact. But this was shot on. Our first island was Mona Riki, which is where they shot Castaway. And uh, there were these birds that. Did would, you find a beach ball? No beach ball, but I would have totally and talked a volleyball, to volleyball. I guess I would have absolutely the state I was in. I've, I would have absolutely befriended a volleyball. <laughs> uh, but no, these these birds would come out at night, and they thought we were their parents, and uh, and they would stand on us, and they would chase us, and I was uh, it was alarming. We weren't allowed to eat them, uh, but this song is called "I Like Birds" by Eels. I can't look at the rocket launch The trophy wives of the astronauts And I won't listen to their words Cause I like birds I had never heard this song before, David. This is one of the ones I like. I don't care for walking downtown Crazy auto car gonna mow me down Look at all the people like Birds. I I'm, like I'm birds. not. Uh, I'm not familiar with the Eels' music. I know the name. I know that Steve Perry likes to get up on stage and sing with them, but uh, but I don't know their music. I like that song a lot. I would love to enlighten you about the Eels, but the truth is, I think I know two songs, and that's one of them. That's because we're both Gen X. We, <laughs> exactly. We, we just music. cherry pick what we so, want. Yeah. Wait, you said you couldn't eat them. Did they have a class prior to that that said, like, here's what you're allowed to eat and here's what you're not? Or oh. did, did someone try and kill it and a producer was like, stop? It, it's really funny. No, actually, so we did have a class, actually. It's it's a very insightful question because, yeah, they gave us a um, a pamphlet full of photos and pictures. And there, there were fish that you weren't allowed to eat because they had herpes. Uh, so, you know, we were like, and, and like, did you say that's okay. I have herpes. No, I didn't. <laughs> so I can eat these fish. Well, it's funny. Cause like Ken would come back with these fish and, uh, and some of them looked like herpes fish. And I would run to like this little, like little pamphlet thing. And I would look at, I'm like, I think that's a herpes. There's fish. a library on the Island. No, but there's like this one pamphlet that you have that you can like, look at, <laughs> like, don't eat this. Right. And, uh, and it's more to just protect you and then also probably the nature and the ecosystem. Exactly. Yeah. These birds you're not supposed to touch. And we we did I'm like, hey, I'm like I was telling him, I'm like, hey, can we eat that bird? And and the the guys I can't eat that bird. Uh so yeah, um yeah, the the birds were off limits. The the fruit bats you were allowed to eat, uh, but no, uh, no. there was no freaking way I was going to eat a fruit bat. No, and you had they, told- they also probably don't have a lot of meat on them. I don't think they do. Yeah, but I have to tell you, like when they're flying, they're like the size of dogs, and you cannot believe that they're in the air and they're not struggling at all. It's very graceful. How are these dogs flying did, in the air? Did you like? I hate any vermin. I hate yeah. mice and rats and, and bats. Did you get used to seeing them? Eventually, did, it, it was hard. 
because I, I never see anyone be like where you get that chilly. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, it's right there. Because that would be every reaction when I saw one. If I was on Survivor, I'd be like, oh, yeah. oh my God. Well, that was me in the beginning. I mean, I was jumping at, you know, crickets and walking sticks and, and, and ants and spiders. And, but the crabs would come out and the bats would come out and the birds would come out. And, and it, it was, uh, it took a while. Uh, eventually, I became desensitized to it, but it was a while. There's a lot of STDs in there. Oh my got god! The crabs, yeah, crabs, and, what, herpes, herpes fish. fish. <laughs> yeah, Where are you guys? Yeah. Um, what? Uh, what? Uh, I had something. I, I keep forgetting. I have all these survivor things in my head, but well, they'll come to me. Okay, so uh, you taught. You said Karate Kid earlier. I did. Survivor actually did a song in the original Karate Kid movie. How dare you? What song? It's called The Moment of Truth. <laughs> the Moment of Truth. And David, there must have been many of these moments on yeah, the island you, for you. Oh, God, so many moments of truth, yeah. Wait till you hear the synthesizer. It, it's like an effect that goes like... Wait, oh, that's a karate chop. <laughs> oh, 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 that's good. Wait, wait, wait till you hear this. I have a really important question, though. Yes. What hi. Was this featured in the movie or just on the soundtrack? Do you know what's seen in the movie? I oh, think it's featured in the I movie. I will find out. Oh my God, this is amazing. Okay, yeah, I'll bet I'll remember. Yeah. And this, uh, I think it was, uh, this is after Rocky 3. They did Rocky 3, they did Karate Kid. This is 84. But Rocky 3 is when? I think Rocky 82. 3, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's before 84. When's Rocky 3? I think it's 83. Rocky 3, 82. 82. Damn it. God damn it. I hate being and wrong about that stuff. Two years later, they get asked to do uh, something for Karate Kid. Let's hear it. Moment of truth. What are you searching for? It's like the song that Mark Wahlberg sings in, um, what is the movie? In the night oh, uh, uh, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. One that you can't ignore. If you think you can find the passion and you're ready to take a chance. It's horrible. Oh my god. Wait till the wait till the chorus. The power's in your hands. It's the moment of truth. You're giving it all. Standing alone. He's right. It's a karate chop. Don't you dare fade that. There you go. So uh, you must you must have felt that eventually you were like nothing can stop me now. No, I never felt that. <laughs> but you did have many many moments of truth. Uh, sure, sure, yeah. Mostly crying. There was some truth. Um, yeah, I, I left so many tears on that beach. Did you? Uh, Survivor uh, performed the main theme, moment of truth. Yeah, the for main the karate theme. The wow. theme. That's and amazing. Did it You're the Best was originally written for Rocky Three, but was rejected by Stallone in favor of Eye of the Tiger. Wow. Wait a minute. You're the best? What's You're the Best? You're the best around. Joe Esposito. <laughs> oh, that's no good. That's terrible. <laughs> that's not happening. That's terrible. The next Survivor song is... <laughs> <laughs> It's David's turn. Oh, shit, is it my turn? I'm embarrassed. Oh, yeah, you were saying about crying. Uh, like, did you cry every day? 
Uh, you know, it's funny. I um, and not so, just you. Does everyone cry at one point? Does everyone cry? Not as much as me, but yes, everyone. I think eventually. Cries. Now, take no offense to this. You're you're uh, you're uh, you're a single guy currently, and when you're out there, you were single, right? Were you dating someone? Uh, no, you weren't, and you don't have any kids. No kids. That I no. so see. The only thing that would make me cry out there is missing uh, Pilar and and Aww. the girls. That's. What, I mean, I don't think anything else would make me cry except seeing those bats. Jesus. Oh, this but, is nice. So what? So what made you cry out there? Um, you know, it's going to sound stupid, but it's like, okay. no, it's not. Yeah. No, I mean, I honestly, it, it really, it'll sound stupid, but I felt like closer to myself out there. No, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. I was, um, I was like coming up against, cause for me, I do have like this gigantic fear of death. Right. And so for me, and where does that come from? Oh, I was born and raised with it. Well, no one wants to die. Everyone's afraid to die. No one feel wants like, to die. Really? I feel like I'm one of the few people that's actually afraid to die. I feel like people like are not worried at all. No, I, t- I think about it every day. Okay. Well, you live out here. Do you think about earthquakes a lot? No. No, I just think about me. And you're, and you're, are you in an apartment building? Yeah, yeah. I think I'd be pretty safe in an earthquake. Yeah, that thing would pancake and you would be, well, you would die. I'm on the top floor and I've got a vaulted ceiling. I feel pretty good. Okay, you had this planned out when you rented this place. Yeah, but no, the thing is, it's like, I, I, I do have this gigantic fear of death. And for me, Survivor is this, I think the reason I was drawn to it and what resonates with me so much is that it's this way to cheat death. It's mm-hmm. like it's, it's like this fantasy. And so for me, when I was playing the game, I felt like I was cheating death. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think I was so emotional. Are you like when you're driving on the high freeway, are you afraid at all times you're going to be in a car accident and die? I, you know, I normally think about dying in a car accident when I'm sitting on like a sidewalk outside a cafe and like cars are driving by. And I think, oh, they're going to like just turn into me and... I'm going to get pancaked. Well, I, when I'm sitting in the park car, I always have my seatbelt on. Oh, I always have a seatbelt yeah. on. Yeah. Always. Of course. Of course. You have to. Yeah. Kyle. When sure. I eat at a cafe, I always have a seatbelt on. Birdside. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, but, that's yeah. the most important place to do it. So, so like, just, what made you want to do Survivor? I mean, you said like... The money. No, not <laughs> at all. It I'm wasn't kidding. the money. It was, um, I, you know, I came to it late. I didn't see my first episode until 2010. And uh, my roommate, who's now my former roommate, is now my writing partner. He had it on. I walked through the living room. I'm like, "Well, this is interesting." And I sat down. I immediately became addicted to it, and I went back and I watched everything like three times over. And uh, I just kind of fell in love with it. And, yeah. I, and there's like these Jeffisms that you fall in love with. There's just a rhythm to the show that you just mm-hmm. fall in love with, and it's comforting. And uh, and so yeah, I um, I applied three times, and uh, third time was the charm for me. And uh, uh, yeah, it was it was unbelievable. It's still hard for me to process that it actually happened. It would be. It, I mean, because you think of how many people try to get on the show, then you actually get on the show, and then you make it to the final four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I it, it it was it's unbelievable. I uh, the, the the truth is, even though I didn't win the million dollars, I feel like I got what I wanted out of yeah. it. You know. Um, now is there, is there compensation every step of the way? Like the first person who gets voted out, is there like a, yes, is there, uh, everyone gets a million dollars? Not everyone <laughs> no, gets a million no. dollars. Okay. I, I had that totally uh, but wrong. But yeah, there. no, each boot as they call it comes with a certain prize money yeah. you get prize money is, or you get additional money, uh, for showing up to the reunion. Um, so yeah, y- you know, 
you're not gonna. No, no, no. I don't want. I don't want a you, number no, from you. Right. No, no. But I mean, like, you're not gonna. You know, you're not gonna. It's eat. not just like you get a free trip. See ya. <laughs> like, but I mean, like, exactly. okay. Let's say the first person that gets voted out gets. Uh, I'm, and this isn't a, a number that they get, but they get a thousand dollars, and the next person they get three thousand, and the next person gets five. It's just like little increments up, right? Yeah, it, it, I mean, it gets significant. It gets significant. Yeah, it's first not, it's not person chunking. gets a so, dollar. So four, four was <laughs> being final four for you. That was worth forty nine days. Honestly, I'd have done it for free. I know you would have. Uh, <laughs> we've established that. Look, but we, I mean, we but, know but, you want to be asked back. But that extra. Yeah. But, but but the compensation, the thing that you won as being the fourth person, yeah, you were quite pleased with it. Yo, incredibly pleased with it. More like shocked, even seven hundred thousand. I'm not answering those questions. I wish that they would give you the winner. Yeah, when they say you win a million, I wish that they would give you the million, but they would also tack on what the taxes are actually going to be, so that you would actually get, you would really get a million dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because um, because I'll, the show's been around long enough and it's made in so much money that they could actually do that. Like they could say you actually really win a million dollars because we co- we're giving you, you enough get, to cover. You still the only get a hundred thousand on AFE. <laughs> it's America's funniest. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> So go ahead. And all you have to do there is get hit in the nuts with a <laughs> wiffle ball bat. <laughs> okay, so you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. Australian Survivor. Uh, they just rebooted that this year. Yeah. And uh, I didn't even know there was a, a yeah. Australian Survivor. Actually, the the winner hung out with us in L.A. and Vegas uh, this last month. She's super sweet and super cool. She's just a stranger. Oh, wait a minute. She's <laughs> making it up. No, no. It's Christy <laughs> Bennett. A, a woman one? Oh, I love her. She's so sweet. I love her. Christy, if you're listening, I love you. Uh, throw another hundred grand uh, in the Barbie. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's amazing because so they get the, the, the prize for the first prize was uh sole survivor. It was $500,000. Okay. Uh, but in Australia, there's no taxes on that prize money. So it's, it ends up being about the same. Yeah. yeah. I bet it does. Yeah. Damn it. Especially in California. Cause the taxes are I know. being what they are. So even if you don't live here, you have to pay California tax on it. No, if it's, you know, that's a great question. Yeah. I don't want to like, uh, I don't want to speak out of turn. Uh-huh. Possibly, that's a great question. The prize money is awarded in California, so I wonder if it doesn't even mm, matter. I don't. Interesting. These are great legal questions. Yeah, it doesn't, if if you have to declare it on your own taxes, it probably goes to where you live. Oh, that's Based good. On where you well, live. I think good. he's right. I think I you're think right. He's right. Thank you, Kyle. He's, pre, he's, he's pre-law. He's pre-law. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Why are we not listening to him? Uh, who did you take with you to the uh, finale? <laughs> who was there at the finale? Oh, it was uh, my mom, my brother, his wife, and my two nieces, his, his kids. Um, and it was really... Is that all on CBS's dime? They flew my mom out. That's nice. They flew my mom out, and they put her in a hotel. Oh, terrific. Yeah. Uh, and they actually... This is the sad part. She has uh, COPD, but as a result of that, I don't know what COPD. Oh, is. it's I'm chronic sorry. obstructive pulmonary disorder. It's from smoking. Okay. And uh, but the 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 one if there's a silver lining to have COPD, it's that they get to they put you in the front row when you attend a survivor reunion show. So she was she was in the front row. So she had a great seat. I'm really happy about now, that. Now at no time out there on the island did you play this COPD card. I uh, <laughs> n- no, I did not. No. Now our winner. I really and truly believe that this kid who won because he played the C card because he didn't say anything. Wait, he called someone a cunt? Yep. That's on the Australian survivors. And it's just everyone says it. It's nothing. Uh, 
this this guy Adam won, and he did not talk about his mom having cancer the whole time he was there that we saw. He, maybe he told you guys behind the scenes. Well, I mean, I knew about it not from Adam himself. I know uh, I knew from Ken. He had told okay. He had told Jay, and he had told Ken, yeah. and Ken told me. Yeah. So Ken's a blabbermouth. Yeah. yeah Ken's a damn Can't blabbermouth. Trust him. No, I love Ken. Uh, no, I mean, um, you know, the truth is, Adam's gotten a lot of uh, heat. Flack. Uh, I call it flack. Flack. On, is it the same thing as heat? It's the same. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe flack is more appropriate uh, on, on on social media. Uh, but the 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 thing is, um, you know. Adam's a great guy, and he really. I, he the he thing loves is, the game. He loves the game, and honestly, he and his mother uh, were going to be on Blood versus Water, yes, but then yes. his mother got ill, and so you know, his mother encouraged him to to go out to do there it. and to yeah. play it. And I really do believe, and I know it sounds corny or whatever, but it's true. Like he really did play for his mom. Yeah, and I believe that. Yeah, and he's an awesome she guy. Encouraged him the way a Survivor song. Oh. encourages everyone oh. else to succeed. Are you teeing up right now? Uh, not yet. No, because you're talking. Oh, know. shit. <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, I, I'm not... Uh, and look, uh, uh, you know, my mother-in-law passed away this yeah. year from, from I'm cancer. Sorry. So, um, so I'm not making light of that. I'm making light of the fact that I feel... I feel at that final... Um, what do they call it when 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 everyone is? It's not a tribal. Is that a tribal council when everyone stands up and gets to ask the final three their questions? Final tribal. Final tribal. Yes. Yeah. Hashtag final tribal. <laughs> um, I thought Hannah was killing it at yeah. that tribal. Like yeah. I'm like, like first of all, when those three are sitting there, I'm like, Ken's gonna win. And then as it goes on, I'm like, Hannah is destroying these guys. Yeah. She's killing it. Yeah. But then as soon as Adam dropped the C bomb. I was like, oh, I mean, that could be man. editing too. Well, I, I, I'll say that um, the, the, the truth is, and I, I re- this is, I swear to God, this is the okay. absolute truth. I believe uh, you. I'm just saying, I'm just saying as a viewer, what I saw yeah. from my, from my, uh, no, sure. From my, from it. my television set. It's armchair survivor, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. But no, but honestly, um, I, I, you know, I really believe, uh, it's certainly, it's, it's true for me, uh, I I had pretty much made up my mind to vote for Adam before. I mean, I had already knew about his mom, but that wasn't why I voted for him. And, and I, you did vote for him. I did vote for him, and I think a lot of people had made up their mind. A lot of people did not know about his mom, and and I and I think walking into tribal, they had already made up their mind to vote for him. Um, and it was unanimous. It was unanimous. Yeah. Yeah. Now you had a you had a, a, an alliance with Ken the whole time, and yet you didn't throw Ken even one one vote there at the end. Yeah, I mean... Is that because he voted you? Not uh, at all. No, I mean, certainly you do run into bitter juries. I don't think that's the case in our season. I hope not. I really don't want it to be. I really do believe that Adam played the best game, and I think that, like, for me personally, what what I saw in Adam was kind of my game. He found two idols. Yeah. He, uh, he, He... played one of them for another person. And so I felt like in a weird way when I was voting for Adam, I was kind of voting for myself. But what's weird is... As a viewer, his game didn't seem strong to me at all. Well, I mean, he played. A I mean, very, he made it to, to he made it to the final three. Yeah. So obviously, he he did yeah. something right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think like you know, I did not play this kind of game, but I think if you're really going to play a very good survivor game, yeah. you're going to play under the radar. You're going to fly under the radar. And when you need to make moves is when you make moves. It has to be calculated. Yeah. Uh, for me, you know, I was wearing all my fears and anxiety on my sleeve and people knew what I was about and knew my paranoia and how erratic I was being. I think it, it helped endear myself to people, but 
uh, ultimately, I think that it also contributed to me being voted out. So I think Adam played the better game. Well, agree to disagree. <laughs> um, I had watched Survivor from season one. I watched every season, and then the two seasons before you, I had stopped watching because there was just too much. I was watching too much TV, and something had to go. And so I was just like, I'm, just, I'm not going to watch Survivor. <laughs> yeah, anymore. that's yeah. going to go. And then your season, I right back in. Oh. And I'm like, and so I'm like, I can't wait for the next season. Oh, to I'm start. so glad. I'm excited for the next because season because I never, I didn't, I didn't stop liking it. I just, just something had to go. Now, when you apply, you don't know where it's going to be, right? No, but it seems like uh, this next season's in Encino. <laughs> it's Encino, yeah. It's like yeah. just down the street. It's so weird. Jeff Probst wanted to keep it close to home. <laughs> Yeah, no, I the I think the future of Survivor looks like, uh, at least in the short term, it's going to be in Fiji for uh, mm-hmm. a while now. Um, they, so, they could it could be in Fiji, and they could call it wherever the fuck they wanted to, and I wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, they should, yeah. Do, they should do Survivor Arctic. I yeah, people have talked about that, and and Jeff's even been asked about that, and I guess like the problem is, you need people to feel comfortable to leave the shelter and have conversations. Mm-hmm. And if everyone's like, like fucking yeah. freezing and yeah. you know, there'll be less strategizing. How, uh, how hot is it out there? Because for me, I'm thinking wow. I would never take my shirt off. I, uh, but well, then everyone has their shirts off. Like no big deal. Well, I, to me it was a big deal. I didn't want anybody to see that, but like, honestly I got really cold and, and this is gross, but I had stopped showering, um, for weeks and I ran, I, I found out the hard way, which you I should have stopped showering prior to going. Sorry. I stopped bathing. I stopped going in the ocean and bathing. Um, and I got infections as a result of it. Um, you had, did you get an infection on your cheek? Both cheeks. I got I, all when, over my face. I got infection. The final tribal, when you walked in and you were shaved and you had your beard I shaved. I know. I had that abscess. It's disgusting. I know. I, was I like, never would have shaved if I had known it looked like that. I was like, oh, I go, cause I was looking, I'm like, well, his, no, I, no, I just had lunch with him a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. I go, something bit him or something happened. So Yeah, well, that's what happens when you don't bathe. So, yeah, it was yeah, awful. Why did you stop bathing? You know, I it would, just to the, to the point you were making earlier, uh, a minute did ago. You, did I, you shower today? I, you know, I, I'm embarrassed because I think I am wearing pants that are really dirty, but the shirt's <laughs> clean and the, I, the jacket's somewhat clean. Uh, I will say that... Is that my, a herpes jacket? No, no. <laughs> uh, no, but I, um, I did stop bathing and uh, I just, the reason is because I, I would just get cold. I would get like really yeah. cold in the water. I didn't like, be, and it, it would take a while for your clothes to dry. It was, it was hard to like keep everything dry. So I just forgoed bathing how come we never see that on survivor how come we don't see the guy go hey why don't you fucking take a bath you know it's funny i won't i don't, I don't want to name names but there were zeke no i'm not gonna name names <laughs> kayla there were there were two people who had some bo issues and i remember one person uh this one one of the people was like hey do i smell asking someone else i'm like oh thank god this person's gonna start bathing and the the other person's like no you smell great i'm like no this person <laughs> how honest are you if the person would have asked you what would you have said i just said you smelled great you know what i would have said yeah. Yeah, we all smell we're on the exactly yeah, exactly no you get in the water hey, yeah we all smell let's all get in the water <laughs> <laughs> and by the way i probably would have smelled just as bad i but the thing is i was tending the fire so much mm-hmm. and there's really a thing that happens where the smoke of the fire just kind of like engulfs Gulfs you, you and just makes you smell like a campfire. Causes abscess. Yeah, well, that that's that was ugh. Yeah. So, how long did it take for those to go away? 
I mean, I feel like I'm still healing, you know? Like, I'm still, like, putting ointment on my face and trying to, like, you know, get back to normal. Did um, you have to go to a doctor and they were like, what the hell happened to you? Oh, my God, I did, yeah. And he's like... And they go, what, were you on an island for no, 49 days? seriously, the, the doctor, when I got in, the doctor was like, why did you wait so long? I'm like, well, okay, so here's what happened. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm on Survivor. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Please sign this form. <laughs> Um, now before you went Because what I would do Before I went it Would go to Survivor Is I would make sure That my fingernails And, uh, and toenails were trimmed mm. Because I would know That they are going to grow Over the uh, 39 days I did so many weird things Before the yeah. show started Yeah I mean I yeah. shaved my chest uh, You know I, I kind of Well you're pretty You're a hairy dude I'm not a hairy dude I'm, I don't hairy. think I'm hairy you got, a, you got a hairy face Well this is I, Honestly I normally don't Walk around like this um, But uh, I got you're, you're not going to get it, but I got really sick over the break and uh, I was throwing up constantly and I, I'm feeling much better now, but don't worry, you're fine. These microphones are, are clean. Hmm. <laughs> Make sure that we burn that. Uh, exactly. Uh, okay, more Survivor talk coming. Uh, what's your next song? I think it's, I think we're to you. Yeah, my next song, um, this band broke up. I, I love this band so much in the 90s, the Black Crows. Uh, it's as important uh, in any Survivor game as you have to form alliances and uh, what better um, sonic version of that than this song by the Black Crows called A Conspiracy. Did you ever hear the one about last year? Said it was all a lie. Ain't it funny how time flies? Said what we're gonna do, baby. Great song. I love that song. Uh, I love the crows, the black crows. Uh, no, I get usually the uh, the guest brings their song, and I don't know what songs they're playing. But tonight, they uh, I told David just to email me a list, and I would get the songs ready for him because he's a TV star. <laughs> I mean, I, any TV star I would do that for. Yeah, but this is this TV is one of the ones. Uh, this is one of the ones I didn't <laughs> not have to purchase on iTunes. By the way, you owe me like four bucks. Do I? Oh no, you don't. Okay. Um, can I try that beer though, Kyle? Because I know I'm going to hate it, but I just yeah. need to. Have it's you had great... the habanero skull? I love the. You know, I was going to get that, and I thought that you guys would have hated it, so I didn't get it. It's a little. It's a little. It has a weird. It has a kick. Oh, I love like, it. Yeah. 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 This is disgusting. Oh, the, uh, <laughs> the pineapple or the grapefruit one isn't that great. I love the grapefruit skull. I can't. I can't really taste the difference. Oh, that's interesting. Do you like do you like craft beer? Then you like yeah. Beer? Okay. Do you like do you know Noble? Mm-hmm. Or I hope we're, we're plugging a, a beer brewery. And we're getting no money for yeah, this. Yeah, what the but. fuck, guys? It's not beer talk. It's not but beer solid. Have you had citrus showers? No, that's my favorite beer. Now, in the entire I pay world. I pay Off extra for that at the brothel. Oh, how dare you? Do you, do you use uh, Untapped? Oh, I've used Untapped. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's great. Because I'm always like, I don't think I've had this beer. Oh, I have had this beer. Get it's a seasonal beer, such as showers, but get down there, Noble Alberry. Uh, What's the thing apart. you're talking about? Do you use Untapped? What is it's that? A, it's like a 
it's like a check-in for beers. So you can like rate your beers and then it'll recommend ones based on your rating. It's like an app for people who have a drinking problem. Yeah. 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 Cool. Everyone in California. By the way, California, people don't appreciate it. They've got their wine, but they have the best beer in the world. They do. Yeah. Any of the were there any uh, food rewards where there was alcohol? Yeah, yeah. And, and did you did you part? I forget. I did. Uh, and How I, drunk do you get? Like when you haven't had anything in a while? I was blown away. I I um I won at least two rewards with alcohol, and I never I felt it somewhat. Yeah. But the thing is, like Fiji beer, especially, it's it's like Corona. Yeah. So you got to drink a lot before you feel something. I'm used to IPAs where it's like, okay. you know. Uh, yeah, so I, I I didn't really feel that much, which is good because you don't want to lose your mind. Who was the big, uh, the big red-haired guy? Uh, Chris. Yeah, he's like a monster. Love the guy. I love that man so much. He's you amazing. You couldn't wait to vote him out, though. How dare you? No, <laughs> he's a great guy. I, I just saw him in Vegas. Uh, I, you know... He kind of fucked up that last uh, tribal too by he stood up and everyone should give their vote to Adam. He like threatened people. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I mean, like, he's like Wolverine. Chris, everyone vote. You know, Chris is amazing, and I, I I wish his story had made it on the air more. Basically, his father was uh, in prison for for selling drugs for like twelve years, and so he missed out on having a dad. Mm-hmm. And where some people might like lash out and start like robbing li- liquor stores or convenience stores or something, he became a trialer because he felt like his father got a, a bad deal, and so he wanted to like defend people, people like, like his that. father. I got it. Yeah, yeah, it's a great story, and uh, he's a great guy. I love Chris. There's just not there's not room to hear everyone's stories. There's not. There's not. So uh, when the stories don't get told, you drop them at tribal so you can win. <laughs> oh, how dare you? Uh, okay, my uh, you just played you just played uh, a conspiracy. I, I did. I'm going to play. Uh, this is Survivor song. This is from Vital Signs. This is their best album. I'm not going to lie to you. Vital Signs is great. Well, let's do it, top to bottom. Uh, this made me think of uh, of you, David, because this is uh, this is uh, this song is called First Night. Oh, so yeah. that first night on the island, one of the worst, one of the worst. There was. Because a cyclone came. A cyclone came, and, and actually, speaking of Chris, his head was in my lap, and it wasn't even weird, and I just met this guy six hours ago. And uh, yeah, we are getting drenched. It was awful. Wait, because so, I, didn't, I didn't watch. How dare you, Kyle? I know. <laughs> uh, but when the cyclone came, did they move you guys to like a shelter, or did they mo- just move you across the island? Yeah, I, it, I actually literally thought I was going to die. They put us, uh, the, the, the rain was coming, the wind was coming, they put us on these boats, and they took us to another island. It was a resort location, but they put us all by tribe, there's two tribes at the time, in a, uh, in a single room for our tribe. No furniture, and they gave us a bowl of rice and uh, some water and an apple. Oh. And uh, yeah. Hey, welcome to Aleppo. Y- oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Too soon, Pat. Too oh, soon. Too soon. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's hear a little bit of from Vital Signs, uh, produced by Ron Nevison. Frankie Sullivan, stay out of the control room yeah. on this one. <laughs> right. This is first night. It's a ballad. <laughs> we'll remember this first night forever. After all the songs fade away. Actually, I think it kicks in here. And the stage <laughs> fades to gray. Guitars sound fine, Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> Ron Nevison just turning it. It's what he's doing. Which knob is for the guitar? Oh, boom. We'll <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what? I might be falling in love with this song. Yeah, this is a good song. Let's hear a little bit of this uh, rock. Oh, Kyle's playing air drums. <laughs> Yes, influenced. Yeah. All right. This is their best album, so I'm not surprised that you uh, that you like that song. Yeah. Vital signs. I see the drummer from Survivor at uh, Trader Joe's in Woodland Hills. Do you really? You know what he looks like? I do. How? How? Did you ever talk to him? No, but if I ever see him again, I will because the guy <laughs> will faint that someone has recognized the drummer. His, his name is Mark Dubrow or Dubrow or. Browley. He's I like, can't... oh, he's like, oh, thanks. How are these meatless breakfast patties? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's bad. He bags my groceries, so that's why. Oh, I oh no! <laughs> he's like, thanks so much. That's uh, the joke I thought you were gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna go. Oh, you're gonna have to move along. I have more customers. That's what I thought you were gonna do, Kyle. No. All right. He just doesn't. He he doesn't even care about the band. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. So yeah. what's, uh, what do you got? What do you got in the, uh, in the chamber for me? Well, this next song. Okay, so I, I did say earlier that uh, Taylor Swift is a national treasure, and Absolutely. she is. But I thought it would be, you know, we've all heard her version of, well, she wrote it. We all heard Blank Space so many times. So I thought, let's shake it up a little bit, do the Ryan Adams version. And this is all about um, voting names at tribal council. So I'll write your name is uh, key to that chorus. All right. And I queued these up for them. It's gonna go down in flames You can tell me when it's over If the house worth the pain Got a long list of ex-lovers Will tell you I'm insane But you know I love the players And you love the games So goddamn reckless We'll take this way too far Either leaving breathless Born with a nasty scar Got a long list of ex-lovers To tell you I'm insane Like I don't blame space, baby And I'll write your name That's a nice version. Yeah, Ryan Adams, he's in town. Br- who did you say again? Ryan Adams. Brian? No, Ryan Brian. Adams. No, Brian. 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 Adams. Brian. Ryan. The Groover <laughs> from Vancouver. No, no as... as uh, no. I think Murray says Ryan Adams is the asshole from wherever he's from. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is one of Murray's only jokes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, he's got that reputation for sure. Now, this next song coming up. Oh. I Told You Vital Signs yeah. was their best album. Yeah. The follow-up to Vital Signs, almost as good. In utero, maybe. <laughs> that level. <laughs> yes. It's called uh, When Seconds Count. Okay. And this song is titled, and you probably felt like this many times out there, David. The title oh. of the song is "Man Against the World." Oh, God. and in this in this song, we're going to hear references to uh, to sand and and boats and flesh and blood and dark and light. And uh, I got to imagine there were some nights out there where you just felt like it was just you didn't have you didn't have a friend, maybe. Oh, that was every night, every night. <laughs> except for Ken. Except for Ken, except for I love Ken. Ken. Well, maybe this song should be uh, "Man Against Ken." <laughs> okay, <no. laughs> all right, go ahead. Have you ever walked alone at night like a man? You know what I'm realizing about Survivor? They might be the most. No. Well, yes. But they might be the most earnest band that's ever recorded music. This sounds like a meatloaf song. (laughs) I like meatloaf. Here's the thing about this your your faith is shaken, start to break. 
Yeah, it's like on the nose. I'm making fun of it, and but I fucking loved it. I own every album. You you didn't have to buy these. I no. Pilar, if you're listening, <laughs> I I own all, all this stuff. These are not only do I own it. Turn it down a little bit, please. No, <laughs> fake anger. Not only do I own them. These are all like remastered, like in the past couple years, and and you you have to buy. They're they're on a a, a European label oh called God. Rock Candy Records. Yeah, which I even, love. You can't even get these in the states. You can't even get. And so <laughs> this is the best that they're ever going to sound. Even that yeah. hot in the game song. <laughs> all right, there you go. I love it. <laughs> I do. Like when I was when I was picking the songs for this show tonight, I was like Giddy. so fucking into it. <laughs> I love it. You want me to make you a mixtape, Kyle? No. I'm Kyle, okay. you know that was fake. Anger, Kyle, wait. Right? What, yeah. what is Kyle's favorite band? We haven't gotten to the bottom of Nine that. Nine Inch Nails. If you're is that true? listening yeah. to the show, you're fucking bored to tears with it. <laughs> you know what? Terrible Lie. One of the greatest songs. Yeah. Uh, so great. Also, Hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that counts or not. No, it counts. It does count. Okay. Great song. Everyone yeah. who, uh, all my regular co hosts and me and Kyle, we all have a favorite band and we talk about them ad nauseum. Yeah. No, so good. Everybody should have so a favorite band. Yours is the what's, Stones. It's the Stones. What's your yeah. favorite? Your favorite Survivor? <laughs> yeah, not it, Survivor. Now it is. What's your favorite Stones album? You know, I get a lot of shit for this. My favorite Stones album, uh, bar none, is Let It Bleed. Let It Bleed's good. It's great, it's, I think you meant to say. What did I say? You said good. Good. <laughs> um, my favorite Stones album. You know what? I, I really like... Um, I like the Mick Taylor period, but I like like I but I, I love some girls, but I really love it's only rock and roll, but I like it. Really, I love I'm that. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Time it waits doesn't... for time waits for no one. Well, that's got Mick Taylor on it. Till the next time we say goodbye. Yeah, luxury. Yeah, I'm living so hard. I'm working for the company. The, I love I love their version of Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Oh, good, I, solid. I uh, yeah, I love that album. Yeah, you know the problem for me with that album is like first of all, Keith Richards had already descended into like a heroin daze, yeah. and uh, and they weren't writing songs together anymore. They were just like coming to the studio like, well. I wrote this and I wrote this like, like the end of the Beatles together. yeah yeah and, and in fact it's only rock and roll um, that's mainly Ron Wood David Bowie and Mick Jagger in like Ron Wood's uh, recording studio in his basement but yeah Charlie Watts doesn't play drums on that song it's yeah Kenny Jones so it's a very like kind of hodgepodge of now mm-hmm. whereas like the, the, the period from 68 to 72 ending in exile is like yeah. just you know it's my, my favorite Stones period as a, is it probably everyone's yeah, I think the album that I like the least is well, it's Dirty Work, of course. Oh this, God! But there, you know what? So, I will tell you, there are some solid tracks. There's on a Dirty couple. Work. Yeah, one hit to the body's good. One now, hit to the whose body. favorite album is that? Who's uh, Pardo says that Dirty Work is his favorite. Are you album. serious? <laughs> He's now, a, such a contrarian. Now here's the thing: you can say it's your favorite. I have I have a problem when people will say like Dirty Work's the best, their best album. Oh, you can't fuck say that. You. Yeah, but he says it's his favorite. So. Yeah, I, that, you're right. There's a difference between favorite and best. Yeah. 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 Like if there's a shitty movie, I can say I liked it. Much like Survivor. I liked it. I don't recommend it. <laughs> I don't think you'll like it, but yeah. I did enjoy it. Yeah. Friday, I'm going to go see the new Underworld movie. Yeah. Those movies there's another amazing. one? Yep. What What are we up to? Five. 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 Kate Beckinsale. No, I'm she's a, not in it. Yes. Yeah. I'm halfway through. Her franchise. Oh, Kate. I'm halfway through three. Oh, my. oh, you're 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 binging <laughs> them. I'm binging them. Did you I buy do that them? too? Yeah, Steelbook. I like to. I like to like build Wait up. A Steelbook was it? Are they all together in one Steelbook? No, 
You bought four steel books? They're only 15. <laughs> and Christmas money. Where did you get these? Altoona. Day Altoona. release? No, I mean, at the store. <laughs> the store. Best Buy. Best Buy has four steel books from Underworld. Yeah. Wow. They have all pop art on them. They're great. Seven fifty off the movie ticket. And then you sold the, is there a digital download code in there? Yeah, sold all those. Sold all those. Okay, you're making money. You're making money on yeah. this. Yeah, I right. also the first Underworld's pretty good. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. That might be in my top ten movies. It's Scott, I'm not saying it's the best movie. What's, Scott Speedman, what's the movie right? called? Yeah. The what, new one? Uh, what no, the, the first one. Underworld. Underwear? No, Underworld. <laughs> Underwear. Underwear. Where? <laughs> How dare you? All right. <laughs> the second one's the only one that's not good. Like oh. everyone's fine, but then that one's really bad. Wow. All right. But you watched it. When you just watched it, how was it? Yeah, it was still. It was I, was, still I was still like, nah, is there is there werewolf nudity in these? I mean, they're werewolves. They're kind of nude all the time. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's what I'm into. Yeah. You're into cats. Uh, did I just play Man Against the World? I don't remember who went last. Who just went That's last? How, That's uh, how. Yes, you just played. You're up. I'm up. Okay. Well, okay. Oh, this is exciting. I'm excited for this. Is Uh-oh. this one of the bands you knew or didn't know? Uh, so this is uh, the Upper Crust. Basically, they're very inspired, heavily inspired by like Von Scott era ACDC. Yes. And uh, what I love about them is so that they're, they're these like, like pompous uh, aristocrats. And that, that's like, that's their comedy. That's their music. That's that's their point of view. And so uh, this song is called Let Them Eat Rock, which is appropriate because, uh, as we know, anybody that watched this season is Jessica. We all drew rocks. And Jessica, unfortunately, I love you, Jessica, went home. Yeah. Let Them Eat that Rock. Was rough. She'll be back. I hope so. They say there's people starving. They're dropping down dead in the street, yo. The lazy slimes, they ain't got a job. They said they ain't got enough to eat. Well, let them eat right. Why don't you need a ride? The picking city, the garbage. That's great. I love that song. If you told me that was ACDC, I'd been like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah I was of course. Like, and I was like, and I have all the ACDC albums, but I was, I had to look up. I'm like, is this an ACDC song? I mean, yeah, I know there's Let There Be Rock, but yeah, yeah, heavily inspired rock, heavily inspired. They're, this, they're ripping them off. They are. They basically are. Well, I mean, the Black Crows ripped off the stone, so it's okay. I kind of feel like how you felt on Survivor Island right now because I am in distress with my you nose. You do have a big abscess, abscess on your... Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, and what's I, going on? Sneezing and Just sniffling. pop it. If you're hearing this, uh, uh, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> uh, this next song is, uh, is from... I'm going back to that, uh, that uh, platinum sensation, Vital Signs. I'm going to dedicate this one to Ken. What's Ken's last name? McNichol. Ken McNichol. Yeah, I love Ken. Ken, if you're listening. Well, this one's for you, Ken. This is called Prom- Broken Promises. Oh, no. Because you broke a promise to David. Oh. So let's hear it. Summer and smoke, diamonds and dust. Go away. This is Karate Kid type stuff. Yep. The promise was made. Your word I was love it. Enough. Your word was enough. We had dreams, <laughs> visions, and plans. Our 
So I, I think what they call these songs is uh, what's the word generic? <laughs> well, at least Bon Jovi tells like a story of like a working man or makes a metaphor. Oh, Bon Jovi's yeah. a poet. Well, <laughs> these, comparably, these guys just <laughs> they just they would be a great carpenter because they're just hitting the nail right on the head every <laughs> single time. They just, they just churn it, they churn it <laughs> out. They really Kyle. are. Yeah, there's there's a subtlety. It's like someone broke a promise. You know, I'm gonna write a song about yeah broken promises. Oh, I get that, dude. People are gonna relate to that. (laughs) Wait till uh, wait till you hear what the next one is. Yeah, (laughs) we're gonna hear David's uh, song from David first. Ken, let me ask you this. There's a part. There's a Ken. Yeah, Ken Survivor. He's a television star. Ken. He's a bigger star than David. (laughs) He is. He's got bigger abs anyway. He would be. God, that guy's ripped up. He is. I do like how they don't cast everyone. That it's like looks like a strong person. You know Thank what I mean? God, I wouldn't have a they're, chance. They're internally strong. Yeah, Sometimes. no, no, they, they always have a good. And those people usually don't make it that far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's the pretty well, boys and stuff. I mean, post merge being uh, physically adept is uh, is a liability in terms mm-hmm. of going far in the game. Because uh, well, you look like a threat. Yeah, well, and and you're winning challenges. And mm-hmm. Ken did. He won a ton of immunity challenges. He was really good. What. Uh, you know what I hate on Survivor? I hate when they do one of those seasons where someone comes back that's like done really well in a past season. If I'm I, that guy's out first, there's yeah. no question about it. Yeah, no. And I, I mean, do, do, I think people think well, he's been here before. Maybe he can help and tell. You know, fuck that. We'll figure it out. Everyone else did. Well, I mean, not you know to promote next season. You got Tony Vlachos. He won uh, Survivor Kagiyan, and he's now he's back for Survivor Game Changers. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and Sandra Diaz. She won. She's the only person that's ever she's, won twice. She's the best player on Survivor ever. She yeah. was on twice. Yeah, and, and here she, she won twice. When this fucking Rob Mariano guy, yeah. Boston Rob. Yeah. What the fuck? Who gives himself a nickname? Shut up. Well, no, you know what? <laughs> First of all, you were the, hey, I'm Boston Rob. This is my wife, Amber. No, I might. It's her name's Amber. Yeah. I might be remembering this wrong. I'm a huge fan, but I might be remembering this wrong. But I believe there was another Rob, his first season, which is Marquesas, was season four. Rob Sestero? No, you're thinking of Sestronino. Um, who? who? Rob Sestero? No, Sestero. No. No. Okay. <laughs> but which, I love Rob Sestero. He's, yeah. he's got his own Survivor podcast. He does have a Survivor podcast. Um, have you been on any podcast yet? I'm about to do his uh, in a few days. Yeah. When, when does his drop? I've decided to do three podcasts, by the way. When does his? Yours, when, yeah. his, and Spencer Bledsoe's. When's his going to drop? His should drop in within a week, I think. Oh, I bet or maybe I something hope, like that. I hope mine gets out there. This will drop next Thursday. You'll beat him. You'll beat him. Thank fucking God. Yeah. Rock solid exclusive. Yeah. David Wright. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, Rob, uh, Boston Rob, you're talking about? Uh, yeah, and I believe there was another Rob his season. I'm pretty sure, if, if memory serves. And so they had to give him a nickname. So what, I mean... When that, guy goes, when that guy's like, hey, I won. I'm like, you were on four fucking times. Of course you won. Yeah, I'm, but he's so good. He's amazing. He's, no. He's a great guy. No, we love Boston no. Rob. I think they call them mass holes. No, not him. Not him. No. I, I, think, <laughs> I think he was in Manchester by the Sea. I think he was in Manchester by no. the Sea, too. Oh he set God. that house on fire. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ooh, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, sorry. 
You guys are going to start a civil war between Pennsylvania and, and Massachusetts. Oh, please. I, we should be so lucky. <laughs> Paul Revere, what a fucking asshole, keeping everyone up. <laughs> you got a song for me, or did you just play your song? No, no I just played not. my song. Yeah, so the, the one of the things about playing Survivor is that it, it takes a uh, physical, emotional, mental, and toll on you. And so this song is by Hot Hot Heat, and it's called Bandages. Oh, this is a great song. These bandages cover mother's graves, cuts and bruises from regrets and mistakes. I've been hoping you're moping around the street again. I've been tripping from seven to tripping three water top. I've been poking a voodoo all that you do not know I made. These bandages What's that song called again, Kyle? Bandages. I love that song. And the band is? Hot, hot heat. Hot, hot heat. I would ask David about this. He's in the bathroom. David has not used a, uh, a public restroom since being on Survivor <laughs> Island. He's been peeing in a cup next to his bed. He's, uh, he's got some uh, PTSD-type symptoms. Is that a thing? He brought, he brought a bottle of urine with him. He did bring a bottle of urine. It's probably that and, beer. That beer tastes terrible. In a purifier. Did you drink two full beers? Yet? Yeah. David's in the bathroom. This is all going to make it in the show. Why would I edit this out? This Why is not? fun stuff. How's that Twix? Uh, could you shut the door tight, please, David? What are you? Well, you don't live on an island. <laughs> <laughs> I told the people that this is your first time using a public restroom since being on the island. It is. Pee, so you've been peeing in a cup. I, uh, oh, I yeah, have to are, ask bathroom situation on the island. Do you dig a hole? What do you do? You know, it's fine. I'm, I'm really. Wipe with Kyle is asking really important questions tonight. By I'm the way. not. <laughs> no, 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 you are too. But like, no, he's, he's, he's reminding me of like events and stuff. Uh, no. So, uh, I found a system that worked for me. I will say that, um, this is, might be too gross for your listeners, but, uh, Oh uh, no, I'm sure it isn't. <laughs> we've been hearing most of Survivor tonight, <laughs> but you know, when the game starts, you're immediately constipated and it takes days before you can commit the act that you're referring to. And then that must be a log. It's awful. It's awful. <laughs> but here's what happened. So I thought I would, uh, it's called aqua dumping. I thought I would do that. I would try that first. They, and they, they give you all these instructions about it. So I go out in the water, you know, drop my shorts, and I start doing that. And then suddenly all these fish start swimming up and honestly eating my shit. And I thought, <laughs> well, I can just reach down and grab these fish for my tribe. But something felt wrong about it. It's like, hey, guys, here's some fish. They ate my shit, but we can eat the fish now. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, so I just let them swim away. But uh, what, the, the system I found that worked the best was to dig a hole in the sand, do your business, cover it up, go into the ocean and wash off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now you said you stopped uh, bathing. You didn't stop washing up after your uh, after your number two. No, no. I I, uh, I was very meticulous. Okay. But I will say the thing. I will say the thing about uh, number two is it was the one time 
each day in the in the game that you were alone with no cameras yeah. and you could have your your thoughts and it was peaceful. So, 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 care, so would the, care of some, uh, so would the cameras start then. to follow you or was there like a designated area or, did, was, or were yeah. you just like I'm taking a shit and they were like all right cool yeah no there was a designated area although at one point um, I was doing that and all of a sudden this thing called Cineplex it's the it's the survivor helicopter and it films from above and it was flying above me while I'm pooping and I, I finished did you give him the finger well I'm like what the and like, why is this helicopter? And I and I, you know, I did my thing, and I walked off. And one of the producers was like, "Oh, sorry, dude, thought you were done." <laughs> did you Did you ever dig a hole and find an idol? <laughs> you know what? No, exactly. So I tell you, so Best. so so there was a very uh, small area where we would do our business, and and every time I would dig a hole to get ready to do that, I thought, "Oh, I hope I don't run into something that like someone did like three days ago." Oh, you know, gross. you're always worried about that. I never did. Never never found gold but now if you're tweeting uh, live tweeting the show tonight uh please hashtag shitfish i know i feel so terrible actually I mark the time code that. on that story so, uh, I, so i can boost the audio yeah no that. you can just delete that section i'm um, sorry the so did they tell you how d- deep to dig or was that in the pamphlet no they don't tell you how deep deep to dig but um i found i mean honestly like once you get over the the fact of having to do that, it's kind of better than a toilet. It's really relaxing. You're just sitting there yeah. on the sand. I dug about two feet down, and um, but it's amazing how many animals come out to like just eat your shit. Oh my god! Well, I, my next song, I'm not even. To, I'm so sorry. Wait, you're not going to believe how this plays into the story you just told. Yeah, Kyle, tell them what the title of this song is. Oceans. Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Is this a metaphor? <laughs> Doubt it. Into the night To shit To kind To Number two We rode the crest of the wave Are we destined to leave love behind Survivor sounds like they wrote all their songs in one night One day Yeah Just tell me the cost I think the tempos are all the same too Yeah Yeah, there's no subtlety. There's nothing to read in between the lines. Oceans between us. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) We're almost done. Keep it playing. Between Man, us. God, they could have taken over the world if they just wanted to. I know. <laughs> it sounds well, like they wrote generic songs for like a TV show. Yeah, that's exactly it. Well, or or, or every well, movie that was coming out in the '80s, they were like, "Let's write a song, try and get on the soundtrack." You, yeah, you, you can find this on YouTube, uh, I'm sure, Kyle. But Jimmy Jamison, the lead, the second lead singer, the best lead singer, the the one who's passed away, uh, he sang the theme song. To um, oh god, I'm just losing my mind tonight. Um, Baywatch. Baywatch. No, yes, yes. is that true? Yeah. Do you have it for us? Oh my god, that'd be amazing. He's got it. YouTube is our friend. It's the Let's one time Kyle works. It's what? Let's hope there's not an ad. No, there's not. No one monetize this. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows. There's a little annotation that says "Rest in peace, dear Jim." Oh uh, no, people are. Uh, now, this is Jimmy Jamison solo, so it's probably going to sound much different from Survivor. 
on a lifeguard tower. Oh, is this a vi- is there a video for the song? It's called I'm Always Here. Wow. Well, now he's in front of a bunch of graffiti. He just did the Judd Nelson, like, fist in the yeah, air yeah. with his guitar. Yeah, Breakfast Club at the end, right? How did he die? I think he had a heart attack. Oh, no. Did he die from shitty music? Oh, apparently. He choked on these words. <laughs> You remember this song wonder who's going to sing this in the Baywatch movie I hope it's the original Probably Ariana Grande (laughs) In her baby Her baby talk singing I'll be ready I'll be ready They'll probably have like LMFAO do like a (laughs) Club mix Who's ready? Uh, Yeah, heart attack Yeah, how old was he? His autopsy revealed the actual cause of death To be a hemorrhagic Brain stroke. Oh, geez. With acute methamphetamine intoxication oh. contributing. Well, how old was he? Don't say 40. He died in uh, 2014. Okay. He was 63. 63. Wow. That's actually, I mean. Are you saying I have 11 more years no, left? Is that I'm what just, you're saying? That's a lot older than I would have. He looks very young. Well, it's in the 90s, I yeah. guess, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Jameson. He yeah. actually, he actually drowned. On the beach. (laughs) He thought Hasselhoff was a real lifeguard, but he wasn't. He was like, I don't know what to do. I can speak German. That was a a twofer, a double dose of Jimmy Jameson. So you're updated. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Well, this is sort of a cheat, but in, you know, um, I made a fake idol uh, in the game. And I thought, well, what? And, and you you made an idol like you took a day and went to Michael's to get craft supplies. It you know it's, it's how were you able to do that? Well, I mean, so they give you um, paint on the merge so that you can like paint your tribe flag, and so and so that's still sitting around. Yeah, it was under our shelter, and so. Okay. But I, what I did was though I I, I thought that I, I should probably paint the coconut with a, a color that we did not actually have, Ooh. so I took. Um, Red and white, and I made pink, and uh, and so yeah, I, I uh, it it took several nights. I'm embarrassed about how long it took, but it took several nights. Now, how did you have light to do this? I stole fire from our campfire. <laughs> fire, <laughs> make idol. Yeah, and I walked it to. Uh, Are you allowed to just take fire wherever you want? You're allowed to do whatever you want at Survivor. Could you, you set the? What did you, you, what did you, you set, set a caravan on fire? Yeah, like, <laughs> how, like is there anyone to stop you yeah, from just does, going over and just be like? Yeah, I mean you. I'm sure there would be people. That would How does stop the me. is there a fire department on duty? Like, what if the beach just caught fire? No, I know there's not real danger of that. I don't think, okay. uh, you know. But yeah, no, I stole fire. I put it in a pan. And I walked it into a remote part of the jungle, and I started. And is everyone sleeping at this point? They were asleep. Yeah, yeah. How so I now, would be so nervous that someone would hear me leaving the campsite. So now, did you? Leave, uh, I didn't watch the show, so I'm sorry. Damn it, did you Kyle. leave? Kyle. Did you leave the idol for someone else to find? I or? did. That's okay. exactly what I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if you were like, "Hey, I found an idol," so they were like, "Oh, we yeah. can't vote for him. He has an idol." Yeah. I mean, that. What that, if you? <laughs> what if you found the own the idol that you made, and then you gave it? Oh, to I someone. found my own idol. Yeah, and then you gave it. To, <laughs> then you go. You know what? Tonight, I'm going to give you this. <laughs> People have and done that. People have done so that. So weird. Yeah. No, I mean, um, yeah, I'm not the first to make a fake no, idol. No, you're not the first to make yeah. a fake idol, but yours was really good. Oh, I appreciate you that. You know what they say about false idols? 
<laughs> Survivor's got to have a song called False Idols, right? Oh my God. Why did we not dig that up? What, um, and Jeff is so great. He's like, this is oh, not. You know, the most satisfying thing about it was that, like, I, first of all, I love JJ. If you're listening, you're amazing. You're an amazing Survivor player. But um, I'm shaking my head no if anyone can hear that at home. He's awesome. No, he really is mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. Like, he was a beast at every challenge mm-hmm. and he was strategic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in any case, uh, what I, no, he's a great guy. <laughs> what I loved about him, though, especially in that moment, was like he was very, he's acting. Kind of cocky, yeah. And like you know, yes, he it was it was perfectly played. It was perfectly played and edited, and uh, so yeah, I was I was really happy how that played out. But you know what? If I if you found that there, it looked like it, it wasn't like he just goes, Jeff, I have an idol, and he pulls out a, like a pineapple. <laughs> that's not that's not an idol. That's a piece of fruit. Yeah. Are you sure, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> so at what point did you realize like I'm gonna make a f- fake idol? You know, I actually planned to do it before the game started. Um, I did like pre-interviews, and I Josh Wiggler was one of this guy, one of these guys I, I, I talked to, and I told him like, "Yeah, I want to make a fake idol and plant it for someone else to find," and uh, and it just ended up being that it was really good for my game, and 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 yeah. uh, and it worked out. And I was you, like really happy. And you made it out of uh, your own dried shit, right? Am I correct? <laughs> no, <laughs> there was no, not at all. It's a sh- it's a shit eating fish. Of no, course, it's an idol. No, no, no. Painted a turd and no, put it's a actually a string. Her- it's, Jeff's like that's a herpes fish. Yeah, it? herpes fish. Oh god, Jay touches fish. his mouth. <laughs> no, the truth is, uh, it was at a reward, and I found a uh, a shell on the yeah. table, and I, I that that was the main you know centerpiece yeah. of the idol, and I, I stole that. That's and they so didn't crazy. They didn't see you steal that. They did. I mean, they I mean they shot it. They yeah. sh- I remember the cameras like seeing me like take it and put it in my bag, but they didn't show it. How many times did you give the finger to the camera just for never, fun, just to be never, funny? Never. How never. come people don't seem to be like? The, like that funny on the island. You know, it's funny. Oh, no pun intended. I know. I, uh, I went out there thinking like, Oh, I'm going to be the funny guy. I'm a comedy writer. I'm going to like tell yeah. these jokes and you get out there and you're not sleeping. You're not eating. You're stressed from the game. And the last thing I thought about was like writing jokes. I'm like, okay, I, now I'm just going to cry. That's what, that's going to be my move. Who, who was the funniest person out there? Like that made that you got a kick out of. I loved every second I spent with, Brett LaBelle. He's so funny. He's the life of the party. He's the cop. He's the Boston cop, yeah. He's the Boston cop that Hannah knew that he was a cop. Well, the truth is, uh, Jay figured out he was a cop, and, uh-huh. and it, it, the edit made it look like Hannah did, but Jay actually figured it out, because oh, okay. Jay's been like running from the cops for years. But Jay couldn't figure out that he had a fake idol. No, Jay didn't <laughs> figure that out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget whose song it is. It's it's his. It's yours again. Okay. Oh yeah. So well, we're on the topic of fake idols. Oh yes, yes. So, yes I'm sorry. Along the lines of fake idols, I thought, what is the sonic equivalent of a fake idol? And I think it's Millie Vanilli. <laughs> this is girl. You know it's true. This was hard to find a place to queue because it's so awful every every step of the way. I know it's awful. It really is. Sorry that I have to play so much of the song, listeners, but we have to get to the uh, to the chorus. No, it's true. <laughs> it sounds like someone's burping. Like, it's, uh, yeah. 
I feel bad for the people that actually sang the song that never quite got the credit they deserved. Like, they should have got the Grammy, right? Yeah. Yeah, repint, repint, reprint the uh, little uh, plaque on the front of that so. and give it to them. That would be that would be nice. I think so, too. Kai was in the bathroom now, folks. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, he's making a lot of noise in there. I don't edit this kind of stuff out. I just tell people yeah, what's no. going on. Hey, it's a, it, it, the bathroom's right there, so it's close. Yeah. It is right there. What? Um, I don't think Kyle's there? washing his hands. He better be. <laughs> Is he going to come out and get an abscess on his face? Yeah, see, it's important. Like uh, In the civilized world, we have to wash our hands after we use the bathroom. Let me ask you this. when you And you, you don't know that much about it because you were you got voted out, and then the next day was tribal, right? Yeah. But do you go, like, uh, uh, once you're voted out, do you get to talk to each other, or are you all sequestered away from each other? No, I mean, the jury is, uh, is together, and, and, I, and honestly, for sure. And can uh, you talk, though? Yeah. Yeah, and you influence each other. No I was going to say, like, it feels like you, you know, behind the scenes, you'd be like, well, look, if it's down to these people, we all got to vote for this guy, right? Yeah, and at least in our case, nobody was really campaigning for yeah. anybody. Um, I think that, like, by the time we got to where we were at, everybody really felt like Adam deserved the... Uh, yeah. So here's, here's my other reason for this. Yeah. For, for Ken instead of Adam. Okay. Even though Hannah, I thought, did great yeah, it, at the it, jury. It, yes. Adam's mom is sick, and when he gets home, her reward is going to be that he tells her how far he went in the game and how well he did. Yeah. Ken has a daughter. That's why I I go with the dad. Well, you're, you're a father. I'm a father. You're a father. But I think I think Adam, even without winning, he won, and his mom would get would have gotten so much joy out of that. As as my you know, I'm sure a little bit more if you win, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I do. And um, like, if you come home and you go, I was voted out first, mom. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, the way I look at it is that um, each of them had uh, compelling stories. Yeah. Um, but I I think that you know if if you are voting for who played the best game, I think that like you know maybe it's marginal. Uh, but I, I felt like Adam did. So I, I well, you might know something I don't know out there, but uh, <laughs> I did think you played uh, the best game. Oh, well, that's... here's here's an email someone sent to me, and I can't even answer it. They they sent me an email and they said, Pat, that's me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, if you didn't know David, would you have liked him on the show? And you're like, no. I went, I don't like him now. Yeah, he's an asshole. And I didn't, I'm like, Why don't, how do you even answer that? I can't take myself out of not n- knowing right. you or being familiar with you. Yeah. But then Kyle said. Yeah, like, because uh, I watched one episode. Which one did you watch? By the way, the, that, the email I got came from Kyle. The, the, <laughs> the one where you had to roll those discs. Oh, Kyle, but, that's a bad <laughs> one to watch. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to talk about that when you're done, Kyle. Go ahead. But but I said like I don't know you. I just knew like he was like oh that's David. We know him. And I was like okay. But like you seem like a genuine nice person. Oh, you didn't thanks, seem Kyle. like an asshole. Or I an, hope I'm not. What do you think now though? Yeah now you, uh, now you, yeah now I know it's like iffy now. It. It's diminishing returns. So so when he told me that I go oh yeah that's true yeah. And you know, what's, you know what's great about this season uh, compared to when I watch other seasons of Survivor? There was no one, there's usually a couple people that I actively hate. Like yeah. I hate them. And there was no one I hated on the show. Like I wanted you to win, obviously, the whole time. Thank you. And, <laughs> but then I liked other people too. Like I'm like, well, if David doesn't want to be happy if he won. Yeah. But there was no one that I really 
didn't like. Yeah, and I, I think that speaks more towards um, the producers, Jeff, and, and, and these other people. And That's casting. the guy I didn't like. You just named him. What oh, how, name? Jeff. How dare you? No, I, I think that like they intentionally cast, and I, I don't lump myself in this, but I think they intentionally cast likable people mm-hmm. uh, as a response to last season where I think cool. that maybe there were less likable people. By the they, way, they also got- cast people that... That people can relate to, yeah. yeah. Like they're like, oh, like I'm like that, or like I'm like this guy, or I'm like that. For you sure. Know? Next season's Trump versus Hillary. It's going to be Ooh. people who voted for Hillary versus people who voted for Trump. Well, Ooh. it's it's funny you and say there that. There are two million less of the one party, <laughs> right? I mean, it's really the election year that that's why this theme, millennials versus Gen X, came about. Yeah. In fact, I think the original colors were red and blue. But, wow, uh, interesting. Yeah, it didn't work out that way in the end. And. uh so there would have been like there would have been like sixteen people wearing red and four people wearing blue. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, All right. Popular vote, I yeah. get it. <laughs> if, if Hillary and Trump were on Survivor, who would win, who would last longer? <laughs> well, well, well. Wrong. Mark, Mark Burnett produces The Apprentice. He knows Trump, so maybe Trump would last longer. Yeah. By the way, if you uh, if you could figure out where the studio is located where we record, I will tell you that uh, r- on the same block. As this studio, uh, there's a nail salon, and that's where Jeff Probst gets his pedicures because my wife has seen him there. Oh, now I feel like I need to get pedicures. And, he's yeah. gonna, and does he say pedicures ready? Yes, he <laughs> pedicures <does>. ready. <laughs> the toes have spoken. I love Jeff. I love Jeff. no. I love Jeff Probst too. He's 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 so much fun. He's he's awesome, and uh, he needs to go. Who do you think would could replace him? No one. No, no one. one could replace him. No one. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> No, I, I mean, like, honestly, for me, as I mean, I, you know, uh, I was a Survivor Super fan before I ever played the game. And for me, if Jeff Probst were to quit, just end the show. That should be the end of it. What's his last name? Probst. Poops. Probst. Poops. Probst. Poops. Say it right. Hardwick? <laughs> you think Hardwick? Hardwick would get it. Whip. Just. Whip. Okay, we were talking about uh, we were talking about making idols and finding idols. How many idols did you find? I found two. You found two, and when you found that first idol, you knew in your heart that what, Kyle? The search is over. <laughs> Wait. This is Survivor. Yeah. This song is actually a really good song. Do you want to slow dance with me or Kyle? I kind of do. Let's make a Kyle sandwich. <laughs> it's Vital Signs. Yes, it's the best album. It really is, though. What, yeah. what number was this album was? Uh, Sophomore? Five. Five? Yeah. It goes. Super senior. <laughs> it goes. This is like their vitology. And they have terrible album covers too. It goes. Uh, it's like their vitology. It goes. Um, it goes Survivor, wow. Premonition, Eye of the Tiger, Caught in the Game, and then Vital Signs. Vital Signs. Is We've the, listened to some pretty great tracks off of Vital Signs. Vital Signs is, is fantastic. Also, the most tracks you have on here. Wow. It really from, from one I, album. You know what? Yeah. It's the best. I don't knock your music taste, Pat. This is I, I stand by it. It's the best. Um, maybe it's tied. It's tied with when seconds count. Okay. Well, and those are those are the two best ones. That's the one that uh, follows uh, Vital Signs. What's uh, What's the next song that this gentleman's got? Mm. Well, um, my favorite band, as we said, is the Rolling Stones. 
And um, it just seemed appropriate that I would include their song called Soul Survivor. It's spelled differently, S-O-U-L, but uh, why not? It's from Maxwell Main Street, 1972. You said when you walked in here, you said you're a little uh, nervous to do this. It's yeah, a piece of cake. You know what? You are uh, so cool to talk to, Kyle as well. You guys are like so f- super friendly. So this was actually not the scary thing that I was afraid. All right, it would good. Be. I hope I hope this uh, I hope this sets you up to uh, it, to do well in your next two podcasts. I hope so. Do. I hope so. Yeah, you should be good. Oh, God, who knows? I have another survivor question. Yeah, what? How many buffs do they give you? Just one, or it's just it's, one? Yeah. So well, that rips. That's it. Oh, uh, yeah. In fact, uh, if you use it to like make a torch, they don't <laughs> yeah. give you another one. You know, it's funny you ask that. I, Kyle is on point with his <laughs> questions, questions tonight. Pretty I swear to God. I think because he doesn't he's, watch, his mind's thinking and he's differently. jarring things in my memory. Yeah. yeah. I actually ended up uh, by accident burning someone else's buff. And that was just, that was just it. That was her buff. Yeah, I, I was trying to like dry it over the fire and it caught on fire. And, uh, <laughs> so, at the end, so at the end, they don't say like... Here's because they sell them in the seat. Like yeah. I have an Outback one because I I watched Survivor Outback. Like Casey and I watched that. My, and you guys brother. bought a buff. <laughs> we got it for Christmas, I think. Why did you bring it? He could have signed it. He's a TV star. He wasn't on that show, and I don't I don't even know. It's at my parents' house. I wouldn't even know where what are it the, would be. What are the buffs made of? Just like a handkerchief, probably. Yeah. I, yeah. It's very stretchy. Nylon, probably. It's very stretchy material. Could I wear it as a tube top? You could. <laughs> I could. No, people, girls do, and they have boobs, and you don't. Um, <laughs> no, they call them moobs. Moobs? I've okay. got the moobs like Jagger. You do not. <laughs> now, another thing that just popped in my head. When you're, do they tell you like... No, Kyle is on point with his question. He is. No, you are too, Pat. You are too. I didn't mean it. Is there he's a actually not even supposed to talk. Oh, is that he's right? Get reprimanded yeah, he's here. got a yellow microphone. <laughs> it's like a caution. <laughs> uh, it's because he's a coward. <laughs> Same color as my Outback buff yeah. uh, that I have. Um, <laughs> is there like a place where they're like, you're not allowed to bring fire here, it's too dry, or... Or do they just are like we don't care? And not where not where I was. Okay. That you know maybe that's location dependent, but um, but uh, yeah. Now we're back in Fiji, and and I think that's indefinite in terms of uh, the shooting. I think it'll always be there for a while. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, th- th- those are really good questions. <laughs> um, you guys actually reminded me. You know, this being a music podcast, I should talk about this because I, I was in the game for thirty eight days. Yeah, and. 
one of the things that I did not appreciate that I would miss was music. And there was this one moment where we were waiting to go into tribals, like day 33 or 34. And in the distant Fijian jungle, we heard some Fijian villagers choir like singing. And it was the first music we'd heard in over a month. And it's, it's, it sounds so stupid, but it was like Shawshank Redemption. It was like this, it was like the most beautiful thing I've ever heard in my life. And when I finally did get out of the game and I could put my, you know, my eye shuffle in my ears yeah. and I could listen to music, I, I heard it differently. And uh, unfortunately, now being back in civilization, civilization as long as I have, uh, I'm now back to being desensitized to it all. But for for that brief month, yeah, it was the mo- it was amazing. What no. was the first night's sleep like in a bed? Oh, it's amazing. I After sleeping on top of Ken the whole time. And on top of out. Ken. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, uh, you know what? Like I, I got a shower in an actual shower. Oh, how I, long did you shower for? Because uh, I think you would shower so for like, long, yeah, so long. A couple hours. The water wasn't that warm. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Fucking but you know, you know what though? Heat it up. I, they gave us this like antiseptic soap. Uh-huh. Uh, and and I still have it, the yep. bottle that they gave us. Yep. And when I sniff it, it takes me right back to that shower oh, from so night thirty eight. I can. So you didn't shower at a hotel? It's not. It's not a hotel. It's it's a it's a it's a resort location, but it's it's you know it's not what you would expect. It's not a five star hotel. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, I slept. But in it that, feels like a five star. Oh, it does. Except, it, except for the first person voted off, they're like, "Why am I oh, in this shithole yeah, for like, forty what, days? What is this bullshit?" And are they? And, oh, and the person that gets voted off first, and they're they're there that whole time, then, right? Yeah. Well, they're there until the first jury member gets voted out, and and, and then, they then, they, then they then the pre jury gets sent on a trip. In this okay. case, they went to Australia. Wow, well, that's, that's nice. good. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's all expenses paid. But do they have a? It would almost be. No, people say that it's not worth it. It's not. They, you're so emotionally wrapped up in this but, game. But I mean, if, if you get, if you get, if you're on the chopping block early on, you're like, well, are they? No, uh, one, no they, one sees it that are way. Are they getting good food every day? Like, are they getting Jeff Probst lobster? Yeah, I mean, Jeff Probst steaks. The thing about it's called Ponderosa, and you're allowed to order whatever you want. You can order any alcohol you want, any food you want. But you know, the first person voted out doesn't lose any weight; they just gain weight. <laughs> they're like, they're like, you know, how much weight did you lose? Like, I gained eighty pounds. Like 80 well, pounds. I don't think it's evident on TV, but the weird thing that happened to me is like, once you're, I got voted out in night thirty-eight, and then I just, I just gorged, right? Yeah. And then like immediately, your body is like, whoa, whoa, what, what, what's, what's going on? And so like, fluids start getting like redistributed like in weird ways. So I ended up with Hobbit feet. I, I swear, I had these like, swollen. I don't have any pictures. Damn it. But I have these, I, I had these swollen hobbit feet. I'm like, dude, look at my feet. I can't put my, like my shoes on. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's all water. And your face swelled up because it final tribal. Well, that was the abscess. That was the abscess. Yeah. 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 That was awful. You. It was awful. Uh, okay. Here's a song. And then we'll get, I'm going to dedicate this to Ken again because uh, he didn't really, uh, it's called In Good Faith. Oh. So. I like it. Let's hear. Uh, let's hear how they uh, how tackle they, this on the nose. Tackle this on the nose. <laughs> Is that where it was cute too? Jump back. I think we missed a piece. Nope. Right on the money, Kyle. Good job. <laughs> Always, Kyle. Always. Right on the nose. His questions tonight, Pat. I know. I'm glad he's here. Maybe one of the co-hosts gets, gets the boot. I'll give you Say you'll never turn and run Cause 
Move over, you two. Oh, my God. R.E.M., you two, all of them. It's a promise. <laughs> um, just, uh, this what, is a serious how, question. Do the same, does the same person write all of their songs? Yeah, Jim Peterick and Frankie Sullivan. I love that he just rattled that off. He yeah. didn't even... Oh, folks, yeah. no one listening realizes this, but Pat did not read that. It, no. That just came out of his head. It's, it's <laughs> Sully? Sully writes... Peter and Sullivan composition. Oh. Of course. You've heard of Lennon and McCartney, right? <laughs> well, this is... Peterick and Sullivan, two names that don't roll off your tongue oh unless you're at a God. bar in Boston. Peterick <laughs> Sullivan. Peterick. It's, it's amazing that the guy who loves The Who loves Survivor maybe almost as much. Well, that's you have, not true. You have quite an how encyclopedic knowledge. You do. I, I, I feel like I do. I feel oh, like it's music. my one. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Definitely like music. Um, <laughs> Dad I, lets you drive slow in the driveway. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do two in a row because uh, because I know you only have one left. Please. Maybe I'll do three. No, do three. People seem to be loving Survivor. We are loving this. How You're great would it be if a band like you 2 said, let's take Survivor out as our opening act? <laughs> oh just my God. Just, it would make them seem better. <laughs> it would. It would. <laughs> Uh, you're saying it would make you two seem better. Yeah. No, you two is great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This would be the. This is from. You don't like you two, Kyle? I'm not. Uh, I, I'm okay. Like I like a handful. Wait, Pat. I'm sorry. To, not to put a, the break sure. on this, but okay. No, Nine not. Inch Nails is your favorite band. Yep. What's your yeah. second favorite band? Probably Foo Fighters. Oh, fair. Great. Fair. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I like Foo Fighters. And amazing, because he was born like two years before Nirvana's first album yeah. came out. That's insane. Yeah. He doesn't even know who Nirvana is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. All right, sorry, Pat. I, I like interrupted ho- you. I like Hole. I, hey, no, but, but Kurt Cobain wrote those songs. No, I know. I'm no. just, I'm just <laughs> joking. The title of this album is called Too Hot to Sleep. What year is this? This is 1988. This is when they, then they took like a 14-year hiatus. Oh, okay. Before, it's the last. This, is the, this, this also, is, also doesn't have the logo. No, doesn't have the logo. Suits <laughs> fucking stupid dummies, but they do work with a producer on this, Frank Filippetti, who I produced and he produced uh, Carly Simon and James Taylor. So he's like a he's a good producer. Again, folks, Pat did not read that. It was literally no, he doesn't seem like he would produce Survivor <laughs> though. But so, but this song is called "Tell Me I'm the One," which is what you want people to tell you. Yes, during the live show, tell me I'm the one. Tell me, me. This sounds good because it's produced by someone. The chorus was coming quicker, but here it comes. (laughs) 
Now, I'll tell you something about this album. This album, uh, on the cover of this album, you only saw Jimmy Jameson, Frankie Sullivan, and Jim Peterick because they got rid of the rhythm section. Wow. And you can you can kind of tell the drums were kind of good on that song. Yeah. I You know, it, to went, me, I listen to that song and I'm like, how did we escape that music era? Like, how I know. We, why, I think mean, Nirvana single-handedly did yeah. it. Right? Yeah. Did you say, why did we escape? No, how? Why? Not why. Why? why? <laughs> uh, but that's... Uh, and Guns yeah. N' Roses helped too. How many times have you seen Nirvana? Or no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Survivor? Survivor. <laughs> One and a tenth. <laughs> because... We, uh, we, we, uh, they were on a, I Did forget, you come it, late or leave early? No, we came late. And it was at where Mike, my friend Mike Schmidt calls this place, uh, uh, the Hills Have Eyes Pavilion. It's one of the ones that's way out. And we, there was so much traffic, but Survivor opened and we got there. We got to hear one song, I Are the Tiger. Wait, wait Pat, I have a good question. Yes, for you. hi. What is your favorite music venue in LA? It could be uh, big and small. Oh, the, the Greek Theater. Really? The Greek? Yeah, I love the Greek. See, for me, Troubadour. Uh, well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's tiny. Yeah. But I yeah, like, I like the I Troubadour. Like here, but I mean, bands that I like probably won't play the Troubadour. Okay. Because they're too, not they're too, you know what I mean? It's yeah. very tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also like the Canyon Club out in Agora Hills. I've not done that. I like the Wiltern. Wiltern's good. Uh, I like the Wiltern. Uh, El Rey sometimes. Yeah, yeah, we saw Rooney at the El Rey. Yeah. Oh, that was, was great. cool. Now, the one, so the one time, the one time that I did see Survivor, it was at the Greek, it was a package tour. It was called the Triple Shot of Rock. It was Survivor. Tequila, tequila. This is no. <laughs> and this Brett is, Michaels. This is this is this is the lineup. This is the order that they played. Survivor set a nice table. Great White. No. Lover Boy came out. <laughs> the actual Lover Boy. Yes. Who? Everybody's working for the weekend. Everybody is. Everybody. We are. And right? then they close it out with. Uh, Shaking with the money, man. Eddie Money closes it out. That's a triple shot of rock. Oh, He's the only did person. Did he have two tickets to paradise? Uh, he did have two tickets to paradise. <laughs> He's the only you, person to ever cancel for, for He's doing the only, this show. Yeah, he's the only, only celebrity uh, to ever cancel doing this show. Yeah. Had a flat tire. Sure you did, Eddie. Did your dog eat your tire? Eddie, if you're listening, you made a mistake. I'm really Stupid. mad at Eddie right now. If Eddie would listen to any of the episodes where we actually have a musical guest on, he, he you would. You had a lot of musical. I, I was yeah. listening to the one that, was it Tommy Burke? Bulk? What, am I, right? Tony Brock? Tony Brock. Tony, Sorry, Tony I'm embarrassed. Brock. I'm embarrassed. No, but that guy's got like a musical history. Yeah, like, like Rod Stewart for 10 years. Come on. Drummer of Rod's, for Rod Stewart. Hello. It's crazy. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, Melissa Etheridge has been on. I, yeah, the listeners know. I, I don't have to brag to David that Sammy Hagar was and, on. And, and uh, later this month, Weird Al will be on. Weird Al will be so on. So if you want to get your tickets, we have Weird. Can David I watch right now. Weird Al? You can hear it. No, uh, but I want to. I want to sit in that chair over there. Well, and this watch. is live in front of 250 people. Buy a ticket oh. in San Francisco. Oh. You absolutely can do it. Use Wait, some of that consolation Swedish, money. Swedish American theater. Wait, you got to promote this again. What's what's the date? It's January 21st at four o'clock. I think that's the time. Sure. Swedish American Music Theater in San Francisco. Uh, it holds about it. 250 people. Last year with Sammy Hagar was our guest. That's insane. And it was sold out. Chris Isaac was in the audience just watching. I love that. Just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what were we just saying before that? What were we oh, talking shit. about? We were talking about the... What are you talking about? Damn it, Kyle. You're supposed to keep track of this stuff. It's your one job. Let me me play one more, and then you can play your last one. And this one is, this is from Eye of the Tiger. Is this the first time we're going back? Yeah, this is the first time we're going back 
to the original vocalist, uh, Dave Bickler, who uh, mumbled his way through Caught in the Game to start out the show. This is a, because you said you went through a, quite a transformation uh, going out there. And so this song is from Eye of the Tiger, and this song is called I'm Not That Man Anymore. Oh, wow. I don't think the lyrics have anything to do with you, but the title does. Okay. <laughs> this is just Eye of the Tiger with different it, it, lyrics. It really is, isn't it? Also write Rocky Four because that's pretty on the nose. <laughs> oh, the movie? Yeah, yeah. Sullivan wrote that. Him and Stallone. <laughs> we need a metaphor for communism. How about I fight a Russian? Sure. <laughs> the, um, now my my very 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 good friend. She's my concert wife, Suzanne Dillingham. Oh, her favorite singer and survivor is Dave Bickler, the guy that I've been making fun of the whole time. So she is going to act, she's going to kill me, is what she's going to do. She's co-hosted the show here before. But uh, Suzanne, I'm sorry. Bickler. Jim, yeah, Jim Jameson is, uh, Jimmy Jameson is better than uh, Dave Bickler. I call him James. Pat, Hotel Cafe. What about that? You like that? Yeah, I do like the Hotel Cafe. I saw Peter Wolf from Jay Giles Band. Shut Solo. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. I love So great. And he moved and played like he was at the Staples Center. Really? Yeah. Do you know, I mean, like, I have a very vivid memory in, like, 1981, being in my parents' basement, watching uh, Centerfold, that video on MTV. Yes. And like those like high school girls like doing like backflips or whatever they yep. were doing. Yeah. Na 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 best song ever. What is your least favorite venue in LA? Oh, oh, that's what my grandmother, I was grandmother would ask. My mom would ask that. What place do you hate? I love that. But Kyle on point again with the questions. I would say the Staples, the Staples Center. No, no. I don't like sports arena because it's not there. I don't like the Hollywood Bowl because you have to be rich to get a good seat. Well, my problem with the Hollywood Bowl, like my anxiety being what it is, like the the, the whole like cattleness of it when you're leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I don't like that. Um, you know, you could stay in your seat until the whole place clears out. That's what I do. That's what I do. You I, really? Yeah, always. Yeah. But then you're on the end and you feel like you're in people's way. No, no, no. I mean, I'm 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 in the like the you know nosebleed, so yeah. there's no one there. And but. the Staples Center's too big for music too. Ta- Staples is bad. I was, you know, I I have so the Staples. I think you said <laughs> Taples. I did the Taples. No, I was at the uh, the very first Staples Center show, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, uh, I was I was at one of those shows. He played a couple shows, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did like two or three. My father-in-law had tickets, and he didn't want to go. So um, he said uh, he wanted to give them to Pilar and I. But Pilar doesn't like concerts. She doesn't like crowds because she's tiny. God damn you, Pilar. And so she said, said, well, I don't want to go, but just give the tickets to Pat, and one of his friends will go. And he he didn't want to give them to me and and one of my friends. Yeah. He only wanted to give them to us as a couple. (laughs) So, So he said, I'll go with Pat. You don't know. <laughs> so we go, okay? So that's when we're about. That's we're, when she should have gone on the horn and said, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll go. go with, yeah. And but she doesn't lie they either. Know. She doesn't lie either. She's perfect. She <laughs> wouldn't know. Lie How was it? Great. So eight songs in, he goes, okay, you ready? And I'm like, what? He goes, you ready to go? I go, you know, he's going to play like 
two more hours. He goes, oh, I don't think I can hang for that. Fuck you. I know. So I didn't think it was before Uber, and I didn't think to just take a cab. I should have just said. Pat, if you say you left. We left. You no, know, Pat. Yes. And then you know what? <laughs> On the drive home, he starts giving me a tour of downtown LA. Let me t- Fuck let me- you. I know. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Awful. And you're just like, like, oh, you're like pretending you're interested. I know. We might not have been married. We might not have been married. What year was that? Do you remember what year that was? Yeah, it was 19. I'm, I th- I'm serious. I think it was 1997 or 8. 97. Okay. If it was, we were married in September 98. So if okay. it was then, then we weren't married. Because if we were married, I would have said, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so anyway. I All love right. that. I love that. I'm going to do one more Survivor song and then you can play your last one. And then we'll do some promotion and then I'll play us out. This one is from the first Survivor album. And this, I'm dedicating this to Michaela. Oh, and I'm dedicating. Love it, I'm also dedicating it to Hannah. I love Michaela. I love Hannah. I love them all because uh, that, that's wishy washy. It's true, though. I really do. Um, but this is a uh, song's called "Rebel Girl." Oh, because Michaela definitely a rebel girl, and Huge. I think towards towards the end, then Hannah became a rebel girl. They're both amazing. I so mean it. Let's hear this. Produced by Ron Nevison. Out on the you can tell it has a little bit more production feel. Yeah, the guitars are the only thing you can hear. Right. These drums are by Kyle, by the way. <laughs> so generic. Oh, it's so generic. This is an action in the city. This might be about prostitutes. I'm sorry, Michaela and Hannah. A little action in the city. A little action in the city. <laughs> All right, David. Uh, David's going to play his last song. Yeah. Okay. Bittersweet ending. I mean, um, you know, it, it, playing Survivor was an amazing experience for me, and the thing, like, you know, that uh, it was very emotional. You know, when it ended, and uh, and this idea of like. It was quick for me because I, I got voted out on day 38 and then tri- final tribal was night 39. And then we left yeah. literally on day 40. Say goodbye on, to all those people. Yeah. It's kind of like summer camp, I imagine. It's a lot like summer camp. It, it's a pr- Kyle is like fucking on See, point. I was going to say. If you do not raise like the kind of, survivor. What, when, kind of, what kind of a sex party happens that last no, night? No, there's no sex you party. You guys are banging around. It's no. nuts. Probe says his way with everyone. everyone. I mean everyone. You can't, you can't leave the island <laughs> until Probes has been inside your body in oh, some way. No. Oh, God, I wish I... No, really quick, I'm going to tell this really one quick story. No, 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 there's there, there no sex party. But uh, honestly, before the game started... Sex viver. No, not at all. No, but before the game started, um, the producers showed up on a boat, and, uh, you know, we we're going to meet them. I'm like, well, where's Jeff? Where's Jeff? And all of a sudden... And, he, and a helicopter lands like 10 feet in front of us, and Jeff steps off. It was like the best entrance ever. That's insane. As a Survivor fan, I loved it. Naked. Yes. Is, uh, is Burnett... Does he ever come down, or is he just? He was. I, he was in my finals casting, and he always looks different. Like <laughs> he's a chameleon. Uh, but yeah, no, he's uh, he's super awesome, and uh, I'm I'm so appreciative that like he's 
part of this whole survivor experience. His penis has been touched by an angel. I don't want to talk about anyone's penis. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, he's married to Roman Downey. Uh, oh, oh, okay. But uh, but no. But I will say so. This next song, this last song, um, uh, the, this idea of coming home and you've been through this experience and uh, and I. People make fun of me, but I love Ozzy Osbourne. I love him so much. Yeah, and me so too. this is "Mama, I'm Coming Home" by Ozzy Osbourne. This is your album of the day. Yep, uh, this is my. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Times have changed and times are strange. Here I come, but I ain't the same. Mama, I'm coming home. Times come by. So that's a great song. I love it. And that's not written for his uh, mama. It's that's written for Sharon that's Osbourne. For she- oh. Did Daddy write me a song? Yeah. Ozzy wrote yeah. that for me. I'm mama. And you know what? <laughs> that song is heightened if you just watch the music video with it. It's oh, like- definitely. Ozzy <laughs> nails it on that one. There was a time when Ozzy couldn't even get out of bed and I put him on tour. But you know what? People make fun, but that's true. Yeah. Like without Sharon Osbourne, yeah. Ozzy Osbourne would have died. Um, He'd be and, dead. and Iron Maiden would still be playing that set at Ozfest <laughs> yes. if she didn't pull that plug. If uh, if I called uh, Pilar Mama, she would lock oh, me out. she would lock me out of the house. By the way, I okay. hate I hate a couple of my friends, they called their wife. Like I was at my friend's no. I was at my friend's uh, a couple weeks ago. No. And, he, and he said Mama, what? Are, where are we gonna go? No. I was like, no, it's Freudian. No, it's weird. Don't my do that. like my parents when they're talking about like to yeah. us, they'll be like, "Oh, dad was blah blah blah." Like, it's not like they don't call each other mom and yeah. dad, but yeah. like when they're talking to us, right. it's weird, right? But like, yeah, like you say, what 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 did mom say? I'm supposed to make for dinner? Yeah, yeah, mom, <laughs> mom, hey, mom. mom. Yeah, like my mom would be like, oh, dad's it, blah, blah, blah. Like if she's talking to us, but she doesn't yeah. call him dad to his face. Yeah, but Sharon also calls Ozzy dad. Daddy! Daddy! <laughs> oh, daddy! Daddy! Um, by the way, is Pilar still listening to this right now, do you think? She's given up by now, right? She, We're three hours she, in. She's just got to be honest. Through the she might be done now. She, she's done. She's heard it, all the survivors it, it, in the past yeah. four weeks. <laughs> she doesn't oh, yeah, she's, care. she's tuned out after about three survivor songs. <laughs> yeah. yeah she might just say, could you edit me one where just David and you were talking? I'm like, no, that's impossible. Awesome. Um, 
The uh, so anyway, I've been doing. I you know when people post like I'm gonna watch a movie a day for 2017, like New Year's resolutions. Yeah, yeah I, sure. Well, that's not a resolution. That's a hey, I'm gonna waste two hours a day. <laughs> you know what? You joke. I want to read every uh, novel on the Modern Library's top 100 novels of all time at, before this the end year. Of the year. Yes, but it, like that's like that's you're, a, that's you're stimulating yourself. A I'm little trying. Bit. E- even if you said like I'm gonna watch the hundred movies on AFI's top yeah. hundred list, like that's doable. But like, like I'm gonna watch a movie a day. Like, a day, like you, you skip one day, you're screwed because then it's like you're now you're like five hours the next day. You gotta watch yeah. like two. I'll tell you, if you want to do something really good for yourself, apple a day keeps a doctor away. That's oh. what they say. So, anyway, I'm, I've been jerking off once a day. Oh, oh Kyle, Kyle, you That's, waited three hours for that. <laughs> that well, you're an underachiever in my house, is what we call that. Uh, so, any, I'm any of that on the island? <laughs> no, it goes away. That goes away. Yeah, it shrinks right up in there. So, <laughs> I'm, works. I'm listening to an, an, an album a day from top to bottom. Yeah, I saw now, this, by the way, I think now, on Twitter or something. Yeah, you, but now I, um, I, which I think is amazing. Are you going to really do it? I've been, well, it's, it's day four and I've done it. You basically do it anyway. I do it. But it's an hour commitment. Well, I I drive, by the time I drive Sarah to high school and back in the morning, it's an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. So I listen to an album a day anyway. Now I'm just logging it and cataloging. So when Mama, I'm Coming Home was on your list. So today I listened to the entire No More Tears album. I love that. I love that. That's my favorite album. Is Changes on there? No. No, Changes was on, uh, that's a Black Sabbath song, but he recorded it on a live album. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. It Uh, has. I think Mama, I'm Coming Home was co-written with Lemmy. No, mm. honestly, Pat, like when I... I the Road I, to Nowhere's on there, Time yeah. After Time, Mr. Tinker Train, No More Tears. Yes, and I and I, I saw, I think it was on Twitter or something, I saw that you were going to do this album thing, and the, and the thought that I had was like, you were probably discovering songs that maybe you would not have like run across with this resolution that you're doing, um, right? Well, I'm listening to album, some albums that I haven't listened to in a long time, but, right. but normally rediscovering I, maybe, but, but yes, but I'm still a physical, I'm still a physical CD person. Me too. I love that. I prefer that. So, um, so I just, I, I always grab a CD off the shelf and that's what I listen to. And, uh, sometimes my daughter's like, what, what, what is this? Please don't play this. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how'd but, she feel about this? Uh, well, she's not, she's not in school. So I just oh. doing errands today is when I listen to it. But I'm in the car all the time. I That's awesome. Like That's the best time to listen to music. I think so. Cause you it is. Crank it, up. it is. It's yeah, it was fun. written by Ozzy, Zach, Wilde, and Lemmy. How many are you? Are you? Do you have the whole list of songs? I think Lemmy co-wrote four songs on this album. Let's see. Um, Rock and Peace, Lemmy. Yeah, he wrote. He co-wrote. I don't want to change the world. Oh, great. Mom, I'm coming home. Great. Wow. Desire. Great. And Hellraiser. So yeah, great. four. Yeah. That's Lemmy. awesome. All right, so uh, what do you have to promote? Just this possible new animated show? Yeah, I don't have anything to promote. Are you on tw- you're on Twitter. You want to give out your Twitter handle? Not really. <laughs> no, yeah, come not. on. You want, have you gotten more followers since Survivor? Yeah, no, I have. I have. Are you um, verified? I have not applied to be verified. Suck it. Verified. You are, though. Yeah. You are. So, it doesn't mean anything. Don't worry. It doesn't mean anything. No, I want that check. I, I love it. I, I want that fucking check. I, I want that, that fucking check, check so bad. Uh, no, I'm going to do that. I'm going to apply and if it works. You'll get it. Works. it. I hope so. But, but what's your, t- give us your Twitter handle. Uh, you know, I hate my Twitter handle, but what it is, is it's. <laughs> what if it's like, at Pudface. Yeah. Yeah. I wish. At Weird David. Yeah. That would be better. <laughs> that would be more real. What it is, is, is at real Dave Wright. And I, the only reason it's that is because there were so many David Wrights that yeah. I had to like add this thing. I wish it was more like 
Hey, hey, our president elect. Yeah, I know. Oh my god. No, I, I, Donnie T. (laughs) I wish, I wish my handle was a real Dave Wright, so that there could be Mm. other real Dave Wrights. You can change it. I'm not going to change it, Kyle. Stop training. And it keeps your followers. (laughs) You're right. I I should change it. Uh, In any case, uh, yeah, a real different. Follow David. He's he's a comedy writer, so his tweets are probably all golden. No, they're really not. But thank you. Do you uh, do you tweet much? Not as much as I should. I'm I'm trying to tweet more. Here's the thing. I've I've been thinking about like. Tell me if this is a stupid idea. Mm -hmm. Um, My favorite thing to do. Horrible. (laughs) <laughs> my favorite thing to you do you can't is, be serious no is to like i like to like record i want i want to like like do like a song a week like on guitar i love oh, playing okay. guitar but is that like just so cheesy like no, is, that is that, be fun i feel like that's so desperate like look at me right i well, I, I was going on a tv series also is that way what <laughs> going on a TV series is also look at me. Well, it is, and but I never wanted to be looked at. Like I just wanted to play the game. Are you getting recognized in the street? Like literally, literally once a day. Once like, a day. It's only once a day. And do they say? Do they say? Are you David from Survivor, or do they say David? No, they come up, but 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 I can tell a lot of times it's like I'm not their favorite. So yeah. it's like they're just like oh we know you from there but we like the other guy what's ken like exactly i get a lot of ken's abs questions you know so whatever it's fine so a song a day would be fun i mean a song, a song a week, week. Is, song that, a week. is that dumb i don't know Try I, don't think, I was gonna ask you if you played any music i play i yeah i, I write music and i play guitar and uh and i've, I've like i've been like a, a hermit about it and i felt like well if i was ever gonna like do it now yeah. i might as well do it now but, yeah because now uh, you have kind of a little bit of a built-in audience now yeah and so people can like make fun of me did you miss playing while you were on survivor oh man man i, I he made a guitar out of a coconut I did. oh and then he left it for no. someone, to yeah, find. someone found it jay was like this is a real guitar and you're like haha ukulele yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's only four strings <laughs> motherfucker stupid <laughs> millennials millennials are dumb and then you hit it with him like el cabong <laughs> no but i did i did like miss playing guitar it was like it's a it's a you know a stress relief for me and uh you need it then I love it. You need to do. I love it. Oh, what if uh, what if playing guitar kills you some way? That's how you probably die. You probably die a string guitar. breaks. Yeah, slices your neck. Yeah. Slices oh, your neck. God, Kyle was right. <laughs> Why did I listen to him? All right. <laughs> All his questions were so good. <laughs> real, quick, here, real quick, here we go. Yeah. We, we are at Rock Solid Show. Kyle is at Kyle Dodson Funny. I am at Pat underscore Francis Verified. Whoa! And before we, uh, I'm going to play out. Before I play out, I want to. Uh, uh, this is for Jim Glass. If I read your post today on Facebook, and if you are listening to our show while you're doing your uh, nightly workout, uh, I'm going to tell you keep up the good work. I loved reading that post. I'm glad you're uh, you're you're putting your body to the test. And uh, this is uh, and if you want a survivor mix. For working yeah, if you out, want a survivor mix, how we transfer I'm, one for you? I'm pretty you. sure Jim Glass has a survivor mix. <laughs> and I just want to say, by the way, yeah. it was a pleasure being here with thank Kyle you for and being Pat. Here. This it is was so cool. So much fun. You guys were awesome. So thank you. For we having don't get me. a lot of TV stars in. The oh, studio. shut up! No, seriously, it was really cool being here. Thank but you. But this is uh, this is for you also, David, because you 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 were final four, and this is for Jim Glass, and this is of course, Eye of the Tiger. Hey, I'm Frankie. How's my guitar sound? There's a European version of this on the CD also. 
and the intro goes a lot longer. So you, like you keep you're waiting to sing, and it just keeps going, the, going. The, the thing about this song, when you listen to it, you realize how much better it is than every other thing they did. Yeah, it's. This is, um, hey guys, let's make this one good. <laughs> That's what it is. It's so fucking Why good. Why is this one different from our other songs? Yeah. Oh, the quality's higher. There's a little more <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> How long was this number one, Kyle? Come on, Kyle. Don't let us down. Even this Dave Bickler isn't mumbling. Kyle's looking up. Uh... Usually by now we're not even talking, but this is fun. So many times it happens Seven thousand weeks, number one. <laughs> Don't worry, maybe maybe Andrew will put it in the notes. Okay, let's find twenty-five it. weeks at number one. Wow, yep. that's a half a year. That's crazy. Well, you know what? Deservedly so. Yes. Thank you, David. Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. Thanks. And Kyle. <laughs>